Ready for a career in behavioral health? Earn your online degree at Herzing University. Choose from health and human services, psychology, or social work programs. Gain the skills to work, coordinate, and manage nonprofits. Secure a bachelor's in psychology to study mental health or advance your social work career through our online Masters of Social Work. Let us help you become a social change agent. Your future starts now at Herzing University. Text HEALTH to 85109. That's HEALTH to 85109. Or visit herzing.edu. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Are you looking for a rewarding new career? The New Jersey courts are hiring. Make a difference doing work that matters. With competitive salaries, pension, benefits, on-the-job training, partial remote work, and paid holidays. Apply now at njcourts.gov careers. Welcome to Tokiki. お久しぶり。お、久しぶり。あの時はなんだ。新しい世界があるお、そうなんですか。レパートアンサー。うん。全部ができるよ。ええ。アニメが光る。いいね。せーの、今日はもう楽しそう。Hello, everyone, and welcome to our 50th episode of 50. Talk to Kiki. Goju! Goju! Right. That's right. Number 50. I can't believe it. Nearly a year and a half later. He, <laughs> my co host is happy. Uh, I'm Ethan, as always. I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> <laughs> <What>? 
<laughs> oh, it's our 50th episode, and we're back to where we were in episode one. We're slap happy. Oh, what the fuck? I'm Matt, and to join me as always, the man who will criticize Anya every episode we do. Hi! Ethan, what's up? Gombawa, Matt-kun. Genki desu uh, I, I'm still recovering from my flus. Oh, man. Yeah, that sucks, dude. Yeah, so that'll be me for a little bit of the day. Mm, mm. I'm doing so, one here. Everyone there. Bang. Let's go. And then let's go, baby. Uh, oh, yeah. I, I can't. I really can't believe we've been doing it for 50 episodes. You I, mean you uh, can't believe Sean put up with us for 50 episodes, really? Yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm surprised no one's saying about you either. What do you mean? Oh, I haven't been censored. I mean, I'm not that bad. I try to, I try to do my best to not get us kicked you, off you, from, you, off you, 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 network. You've been tamed a little bit. I still, you know, I get away with it because Sean doesn't listen to the entire podcast for two hours. So you no, know, no, that no, no, no. Out. Um, for those watching live, by the way, I've got a new light. I got a brand new smart light <laughs> with, uh, with a, a, a theme going on of some sort. Yeah. So, um, it's different. And I don't have the the general white ring light. So. Let me know if you guys like it. Yay or nay. Maybe, maybe not. Let me know. Would love to hear you guys' comments, opinions, thoughts on that. Um, but yeah, Matt, uh, we got a lot to cover, buddy. It's one of them seasons. Yeah, because Fall was like, we're going to make it action-packed. I, add, I added three more. Two because of you. <laughs> and one from my friends, because they're reading this manga. like, oh, an anime came out. I was like, hey, Matt. You watching this? Like, no. Why not? <laughs> it's like, uh, it's so you've like, added want... three. I've added one. Yeah. yeah. I, I uh, mean, I don't know. I could have room for one more, but I, we already said the one. If I'm gonna add one more, it's gonna be Gundam, and you're gonna have to convince me to add it. So, uh, yeah. We, we'll we'll see if I could do that. We'll see. Maybe. Right, but, but but let's get to some news real quick, yes. and then we'll. And then we'll fuck this pony. Hi, Ixo. Fuck this pony. Gee, what? What? <laughs> what? There shall be no animal fucking around, sir. Well, well, well. If we have ExpressVPN, we could see if it's legal. <laughs> I mean, we you're a Florida man, so everything's legal. We should clip that and send that to Corny. That would be great. Yeah, we gotta have the ExpressVPN sponsors. Sean, when are we going to get sponsors? We fit the episodes in. We got no fucking sponsors. Yes, I can talk about Grammar League, where the, if you do anything wrong, the Grammar Nazis come. They send you to a special school. Yes. I'm and if you get Grammar wrong, they'll type a rule go, nice. <laughs> <laughs> no, but we don't have that. We don't uh, have. All right. We don't have Academy. We don't have fucking Blue Chew. Yeah, all right. A couple of news. Um <laughs> Story of a small senior in my company is getting a TV anime in 23. Mm-hmm. Heavenly Delusion is getting a TV anime in 2023. Mm-hmm. Uh, a light novel called New Saga is again a TV anime for summer 23. That's a pretty original name. Yep. And uh, Tokyo Revengers manga is going to end November 16th. Thank God. I'm just kidding. Thank the fuck Christ. <laughs> <laughs> I will say. <laughs> so has he progressed? Does anybody know? Like, has he progressed like into like the following year, or is he still within his same like singular year of trying to, to stop whatever the fuck he's trying to stop? <laughs> no. Yes. I'm, I'm I'm just saying no. Like I'm reading. I, I'm just saying no. <laughs> okay. 
All right. Uh, all right. Before we do reviews, uh, Anime Trends had revealed their fall, sorry, their summer award winners. Would you like me to read them? Why not? All right. We're going to go with the, gen- the genres. I was going to say the genres. I was like, oh, really? Go ahead. <laughs> uh, music of the Season, Love Live Superstar Season 2. Mm. Slice of Life, Yakuza's Guide to Babysitting. Yes. Supernatural, Call of the Night. Okay. Romance, Call of the Night. Okay. Sci-fi or Mecca. Not Rent-A-Girlfriend, Starman. Yeah. Yep, favorite sci-fi or Mecca, Made in the Abyss. Makes sense. Favorite mystery or psychological, Shadow's House Season 2. Makes sense. Fantasy, Made in the Abyss. <laughs> Makes sense. Favorite drama, Made in the Abyss. Makes sense. Comedy. My stepmother's no, <laughs> no, my stepmother's daughter is my ex. Cop? That was comedic. It was, it, it was technically a rom-com, but mm. I guess they liked the banter of the chromos. Okay. Action or adventure, like horse recoil. Okay. Uh best OP, call the night. Okay. ED, call the night. Makes sense. Uh, couple Chisato and Takina. Okay, they shipped them. Cool. Yeah, yeah I, I, I guess. Um, supporting female Karizawa from Classroom the Elite. Is that what do you think, Matt? Is that a good choice? Yeah, I think it's a good choice. Okay, I'm okay with that. Okay. Uh, supporting male uh, Majima from Light Chorus Recoil. Wow, as a supporting male, interesting. Yep. Best female Chisato. Best male co. He actually beat Ayata Koji in the polls. That's fuck. Thank, thank. I was surprised. I was surprised, but I am happy. (laughs) We'll take it. All right, and uh, for top fives, number five, main the best. You know what I love? You just literally said. Like all these awards, right? Made in Abyss, Made in Abyss, Made in Abyss, Made in Abyss. Number five anime of this is Made in Abyss. What? This was this is overall voting for uh, the whole. It won season. a quarter of the fucking awards, at least, and you're gonna yeah. give me five. Number four. <coughs> it's so bad. You got Matt sick over here. Yep. Number four, Classroom of the Elite. And you, and Made in Abyss is better than Class. Ah, fuck off. Fuck again, 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 it's overall vote. Fuck voting. those 40,000 or whoever the fuck people voted. Fuck you all. Fuck you all. Uh, I know. Uh, I'm sorry. Number four is Shadow's House. Okay. I didn't see Shadow's Number House. Number three is Classroom. That's even worse. Yeah. Abyss had 26,579 votes. Those people know quality. Uh, and, and there was, if there were more in the top tens every week, they would have got it. But it does qualify for second chance round for the anime of the year category. Mm. Uh, Shadow's House with 30,675. Class from the Elite, 35,128. You guys are all stupid. Number two, Call the Night with 45,418 votes. That's crazy that Call the Night had 20,000 more votes than Made in Abyss. And number one, Like Horse Recoil. With forty five thousand four hundred and twenty two, so they won. Oh, that's four votes. The skin of your teeth. Wow, yep. they were that close. I respect that. Not class. Okay. number three, but Fuck. but oh. yeah, but yeah, the top four will make it to the anime of the year. 
for when they do those votes, and the main abyss has the wild card chance. Mm. So hopefully, uh, once second chances come up, people will vote for it to make they it qualify. Probably, they probably won't. Well, it depends on what the rest is. So it's I hope so. I really hope so. It's a strong year, dude. It's a strong year, yeah. man. Oh yeah. Oh no. When we do our list, it's gonna be hard for the year. <laughs> it's gonna be very hard. Yeah, so like I got I got I got pick like the best seven from each season, and then <laughs> basically at the put end it of the, in order, like, yeah, yeah, it's basically what it is. You take we take our top seven from the four seasons, and then uh, yeah, the the only them. ones that carried over from last year is Lupod and Rankin of Kings. <sighs> you know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Let me see, because I, I have my shit saved here. Um, yeah, uh, I don't think Lupin's going to make it. Record of Kings, it definitely will. Just it's a matter of where. <laughs> Let me look at, hold on. So we we did summer. What was spring? Spring, Ichi Ni. Like, did we count? Uh, no, I didn't count them. Okay. Spring. Well, I can we can eliminate one because it's together. Uh, so that'll okay. definitely make it. Spy family. Yeah, they're both in the same year. So. Yeah, they'll get a bump for sure. So we'll have to bump one. <laughs> of Spring, by comparison, the summer was weak. Honestly. Um, and winter. Requiem is going to be another one that makes our top uh, our top list, I believe. Yeah, and, but um, yeah, it has to be also... high or in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> You know, for me, it's ranked higher, but it depends on how else we enjoy like the other ones. Like, I mean, you know, truth be told, uh, four, the top four for me and winter are definitely going to be in it. The top five in spring, 
And then for me, so far for summer, like I'm thinking like the nine out of the ten for me, dude. But actually, like practically that almost that entire summer list is better than a majority of the anime that we saw throughout the rest of like the last couple seasons, for me at least. So, yeah, uh, but no, it'll be it's gonna be incredibly diff- it's gonna be incredibly difficult. Yeah, when, fall is gonna be. Well, again, we got some not qualifying like a- academia. <laughs> game. I tried to. Shadow Eternity. So yeah, that's some, so that's some big heavy hit, possible heavy hitters gone. It's gonna be. We're gonna see what happens, Brody. Yeah, well, uh, yeah. I'm pretty sure as of right now, Chainsaw might be in the run in like in a high list. Oh, from now, yeah. If it keeps up, yeah. Yeah, Chainsaw Hero. Well, well, Hero. Well, Hero will be next year. We're not counting it for this year. Because it's carrying over. Because usually when stuff carries over, it's going to be technically 23. Mm, all right. Yeah. Bleach won't qualify because that's carrying over. Yeah. That's, that's what I said. Bleach, that, and Eternity are like next year's. Mm. Yeah. All right. All right. Shall, we get, shall we get to reviews? Yeah. I forget that I start first because I'm, I got so little to review. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. You can get rid of three from your shows. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, got, I know, right? We got Borto and one other show. <laughs> no, I've got two. I got I got three total. Borto and a couple others. <coughs> I love how we take terms coughing. We sound like a, a bunch of fucking potheads, but we're really not. We're just a bunch of sickly fucks. Yeah. No. All right, let's, let's go ahead and get started. Let's uh, Peter Grill, episode two of Peter Grill dropped. Um, we get more goblin fucking, and we yeah. find out. Yeah, we get more goblin fucking. Uh, we basically find out that the the goblin, like the prettiest goblin out of like all the entire bunch, <clears throat> is actually a childhood friend of Peter Grill. We find out when Peter was raised wherever the fuck he was raised in that he had a goblin friend, uh, a female goblin friend, and you know they were just nice, nothing nothing crazy, nothing sexual. It was just a nice, hearty childhood friend. And <clears throat> I guess there was like an invasion of some kind, and they thought that the, the goblin was never to be seen again. So they thought, oh, they, you know, the, she died. And so um, they end up getting reunited <clears throat> in the um, in, I guess, whatever goblin cave they're in. They find out basically that she managed to live and that the, the queen brought her in and brought her up as a goblin. Um, but because she's a goblin, she 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 also gets the uh, the heat of the goblin, like goblin heat or whatever. The fuck. Like basically that the, the, the curse that makes them horny for fucking for cum. So um, she tries to fuck Peter Grill <clears throat> and she's about to fuck him. When the gang basically they they get together, they go find him and they manage to find him. However, pretty soon afterwards, they're surrounded by a bunch of goblins. And so um, they basically say, like, don't worry, Peter, we'll take care of the goblins. Go find Luvilia. And so Luvilia and the other uh, the other goblin, the goblin childhood friend, her name is uh, uh, not I was gonna say Gabuta, but it's not Gabuta. <laughs> it's not Gabaru either. Um, <clears throat> I forget her name, but it's something with like a gob, like Gabu something. Anyway, she and, and Peter Grill, they go. They manage to find Luvilia. Peter, throughout this entire time, by the way, is running around butt-ass naked in this cave. They have yet to give him anything to cover his dick and balls. So um, <clears throat> they find him. They, they're about to escape. And then the queen basically shows up. like, oh, how dare you betray me, uh, goblin girl? And that's where the episode ends. So more tomfoolery for fucking 13 minutes. It's not bad. Um, 
<clears throat> Boruto, we'll go with Boruto. I should have gone with Boruto first, but whatever. Yeah. This week's episode of Boruto was not as good as the other one, but pretty solid in the end. Basically, we get the reveal of uh, evil Hana Sensei. And so she basically takes the gang to like a deserted island near Konoha. <coughs> Excuse me. And we find out that this island was once used uh, as a training ground for Jonin. Um, but it's since been deserted. And so she basically is like, you know, it's a practical like lesson, whatever the case is. But things start happening. Like there's a bear trap that takes out a ninja hound that belongs to one of the students. And then um, something happens to a girl's drone because they have a, a, a drone girl now because of scientific ninja tools. Of course. Something happens to a girl's drone and the drone gets destroyed. <clears throat> and on top of that, their food goes missing as well. So everybody's freaking out, panicking because somebody had spread a rumor that there's like a there's a fugitive on the island. Um, there's no such fugitive on the island, but uh, it's just a, a rumor that was spread amongst the children. <coughs> Excuse me. <clears throat> My apologies. And so um, Kawaki and Himawari are suspicious over everything. And so they decide to go over um, the the footage from the drone. Because Hana Sensei didn't realize that there was footage, and they managed to see a flower petal from her flower petal jitsu, and they're like, "Oh, it's Hana Sensei." And while this is happening, Hana manages to, um, <clears throat> to, um, not distract, but to lure Kay away from everybody and by herself in like a secluded area, and she's gonna go kill Kay. But Kawaki and uh, Himawari catch up. We get the reveal of evil Hana Sensei. She abducts Kay. Um, they start running, chasing after her. They make it to a bridge where there's like a creek going through the middle. Um, and they, uh, Hana Sensei pulls out a kunai. They'd say, No, Hana Sensei, don't kill her. And she slices her. And that's where the episode ends, where with Hannah going limp. <clears throat> Not Hannah, I'm sorry, with Kay going limp. So okay. it's kind of mid. Then we get to the, the action scene. Not so bad. It was all right. And then finally, episode two of Bleach. I'm, I'm watching that with you. So. Oh, you watching it? Yeah, I told you I was. Did you? Yeah. You said maybe. I did. And then yeah, so what, when I was it. sick, yeah, I said <laughs> I'm watching it. Oh, I didn't know that. All right, well then, never mind. So we'll wait. So we'll open up with Bleach when we do our togethers. And I'll remove yeah. that. And I only have two seasonals that I'm watching by myself. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Matt. I'm done. Go ahead. You got seven. Or five. Uh, well, five. Yeah. All right. We're always 17 minutes. In. Hey, here we go. And we bullshitted for a good portion of it. So, all right. Uh, penultimate of apartment complexes. All right. Uh, basically, aftermath of what happened, um, the residents are blaming the interns or the Indian people about mm. uh, basically putting blood in the shaved ice sauce. Because mm. there was like a dead dog. So, oh, we didn't watch your kind here to begin with. All this shit was going on. Uh, everyone's fighting back and forth. But uh, what you call it? Kimmy, uh, the, the little girl's like, stop it, stop fighting. Can't take it anymore. <laughs> of course. But yeah, um, they all split up to calm down. And uh, the professor, they, that's fine. They really don't say their names in the in the cast. Just the two girls. Like, no one else mattered. <laughs> wow. But, yeah, uh, the one professor that's studying the artifacts, stuff like that, he's doing it by himself again. He says he did, he doesn't believe that the, the Indian people did it. Apparently, they think it's someone else. 
This was trying to mess with them. Like, oh, what about that old lady? That's uh, she's been a bitch, but you know, she was she's been nice for some reason. It's mm-hmm. not her. It's not her. <laughs> womp, womp, womp. Yeah. So fucking, what you call it? Uh, Kimmy and Yuri. They're just like, oh, let's go play detective. Let's figure it out ourselves because the grown ups ain't doing it. Mm-hmm. So they try to. Um, one of the one of the Indian people were getting beaten up outside. I just um, what? Never mind. I because I, I tried to mute my shit and it, it muted you. I <laughs> know, uh, but one of the Indian interns was getting beat up by the by the residents, and then uh, but you find out that he was basically cleaned up blood because there was blood in the apartment. So he was a clean up. He was getting rid of the carcass because he didn't kill it. Mm. But apparently. Well, the other interns threw them off, threw him off, just to say, "All right, let's, he'll be the sacrificial lamb." Mm. I was like, "What the fuck, guys?" <laughs> so they're beating them up, causing mayhem, animosity between them, and it's like, "Oh, like," and now they're now the now the reses are apologizing for beating him up. The girls checked <laughs> on him because you know these two little girls are the only nice people in this fucking complex. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we go the next day. They check up on him, saying he's doing fine. And they, for some, I forgot the reason why, but they were going downstairs, like investigating something, because mm-hmm. there's more of the stone that the professor had. Mm-hmm. So they'll look at artifacts, stuff like that, downstairs. So they go in the basement. They see a hole. The two girls go in. Uh huh. Uh huh. Shut up. <laughs> uh, uh-huh. Kimmy. Uh, starts freaking out a little as if it's like she's like having a flashback of the past mm-hmm. of a, uh, like like someone being sacrificed and stuff like that mm-hmm. uh, she snaps out of it they get out like alright it's time to leave type of thing and she goes to her room and we finally see Kimmy's room and we finally see who she, and she's talking to her mom but it's not really her mom <laughs> Mm-hmm. It's like this. It's like this thing in a tube. Like there's like it's like a, it's like a creature. It's like a creature. It's a creature. It's like it's like a it's like a little fetus in there too. Like what the fuck? What the fuck? Yeah, that's what I said. That was where the episode ended, and I got one more. <laughs> so they gave you something interesting, at least. Yeah, yeah, but I have one more. <laughs> How are you gonna tie it up? <laughs> we'll find out on the final episode. Yeah, housing project. Yeah, and I'll be I'll be down the nineteen for. <laughs> then you'll be down the nineteen. Yeah, yay! <laughs> You're only watching four more than me. I'm at fifteen. I know, I know. Let's. let's I, uh, we're not counting JoJo because it's on our fucking list now, thanks to analyst. Uh, it's still it's, it's still showing up as just part three for me on oh, so uh, my anime list. Yeah, so you're lucky on on analyst.co they fucking switched it. They're like updating part two to include part three. What? No, mine just this is part three. It's his own catalog. Yeah, lucky. I'm I didn't get so lucky. Yeah. So now All I've right. got there's a part two, even though it's part three. I've got it sitting in my queue. Yeah. Like episode uh thir- what is it? Episode thirteen? I think it is. Yeah. Uh, comes out forty one days, five hours, forty six minutes, and counting. All right, very good. We'll we'll be covering that for sure. <laughs> All right, move on. Sorry. All right, moving on. Uh, Biblophile Princess. 
Mm. All right, these past two episodes they actually got better. Okay, so I'm really happy with that. Not uh, dropping. No. Any dropping candidates for no. you yet? Oh, okay, good. Not really. No. Well, not really good, but good. Well, it, it would be a apartment complex, but it's already going to be over next episode. Yeah, so over, what's man. the point? I don't, yeah. I don't count. I don't count. I, 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 I put under. I, I, I'm seventy five percent away. I may as well commit. Just go in there. Yeah. Uh, uh, first episode based well second episode i'm i'm doing two episodes because yep go ahead i had time to watch it uh pick the word left on yes <laughs> <laughs> i, I, I want to get it done <laughs> uh eliana uh we, where she saw christopher talking to this other girl named irene mm. uh so she's like father oh like I got because again they were basically saying, "Hey, let's get engaged to have people off our backs." Huge but, Yeah, I'm but but she's like, but Eliana is slowly catching feelings for Christopher, mm. like legit type of thing. Mm. And then uh, she, yeah, she she walked into the room and just they were there together, but they were just talking. So she's like, she thought she got the wrong idea, so she leaves. And uh, one of the guys, Glenn, he's like, oh, good, you're here, Eliana. I want you to take these books here, 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 like piled up, like like you're going to go to the room now, like go to the library and drop these off. Mm-hmm. It was like, yeah, I'm probably on my work. Just go. Just go. So she does that. She starts going up the stairs, and you hear a scream, and it's Irene. She's on the floor. And then one of the guys uh, goes to check up on her. Alan says, are you Okay. And then she tells everyone that Eliana pushed her off down the stairs. Mm. So all the people are like looking at Eliana like, ooh, this hussy. And then Christopher comes in and I'm fucking thankful. He's not an idiot. <laughs> so glad. And uh, yeah, he goes up to he goes up to Irene. It's like, what happened? Uh, Eliana, she, she pushed me down the stairs. It's like, are you sure? It's like, yes, yes. And then she was mean to me at the garden, saying all these awful things to me. Oh, dear Lord. I was like, oh, that's terrible. But question, how does she awful. push you? How does she push you if she's carrying all these books? And they look up. Yeah, she has no she has no arms to push her. <laughs> They're all preoccupied with the books. Mm. So I was like, ah, 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 ah. <laughs> So I'm going to tell you again. Are you lying? He's like, no, no, I am not lying. Also, about the garden, yeah, she's not allowed there because that's my mother's area. No mm-hmm. one goes there without permission. So yeah, she wasn't there. So you're lying again. <laughs> so she's like doubling down on this. Like, oh, I got witnesses. Like, Alan, he checked up on me. And Alan's like, I just saw you in the ground. I just see her push you. It's like, yeah, like my job was to look over look over at Eliana. Not you. Fuck you. <laughs> fuck at me? No, fuck at you. So you find out, yeah, um, Christopher was doing some digging, and uh Irene and her father were basically trying to do an inside job on killing Eliana. Mm. So but Chris, so Christopher found out they got them both arrested. <laughs> And the fucking father had to convince, like, no, yeah, yeah, that's kind of true. <laughs> so I was going on, and then I was like, why do you want Eliana? I'm the perfect bride for you. She's a bitch. All she does is read books. 
and all the people around her like, dude, she helped us out with all these recipes that we found, uh, re- find all hidden archives that were basically you could fix. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, yeah, she helped everyone. So, like, you're the only one that hates her. <laughs> so, all that happened, those two get taken away. Christopher goes up to Eliana. You find out what? Yeah, that's why uh, they didn't let Eliana in the archives or go anywhere type of thing. That's why they were like, hey, you can't be here right now. Because there's that investigation going on. So they they wanted Eliana safe. And then Christopher has his arm around Eliana and says, hey, I'm going to marry her. If any of you have a problem with it, step up. And no one did. Like they clapped, applauded her. <laughs> yeah. So that was episode two. Uh, episode three, uh, you get a little bit of flashback of like why Christopher was like so fascinated with her. Again, he like we saw he's not more, that she was more than just reading books. It was funny. Uh, he was a uh, kind of a delinquent as a prince when he was younger. Mm. So so in the archive, he was like using the uh, the books like dominoes. <laughs> And then she, Eliana fucking hit him with the book, saying, apologize to those books. <coughs> like, they are your silent ancestors. They have history of your of everyone's families and all this, and you're just going to throw the books? <laughs> apologize. And he actually apologizes. Like, hey, shut the prince up. <laughs> and then, yeah, they just start like, talking to her and stuff like that, and he starts, he's fascinated with her. And he opened up the how he actually is following her. And we're in the current day. And he asked her legit if she would marry him. And she said yes. <laughs> and yeah, we got that nice sweet stuff. So I'm glad this definitely picked up. So they're engaged now. They are legit engaged. How old are they? <laughs> He's like, eh, eh, I don't know about that one. I'm gonna say probably I'm gonna say fifteen to eighteen. Fifty that's a there's a broad range in, in anime. It, it's like a, it's like a, it's like a historical thing. that people get married young? It's like that. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's a historical setting, so Oh, okay. I didn't realize. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh so right, so right now, Christopher and Eliana are a early Couple of the season, they're not gonna tender. You know that, you know, you know, when it's all said and done, we all know who the couple of the seasons gonna that's why I said early. Mm -hmm. I'm not picking the two from married couples, it could be four, could be three. We don't know, (sighs) gonna be one of them. It's gonna be the trap. (laughs) It's gonna be the trap. Wait, that's flops, there's no trap. There's no trap in um, Yes, the, the white hair Bulgarian. A married couple? No, I'm talking about Love Flops. Yeah, we said that. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I'm talking about the trap. It's gonna be the trap that wins in Love Flops. It's definitely not. I just hope yeah, they, they, they touch I just hope they touch swords. <laughs> they, uh, give it time. Give it time. They can. <laughs> Is it gonna be like the reveal, like call of the night with the uh, what's her face? I forgot his name is. <laughs> Yeah, did, did we say him or her? Like it's him, yeah. But it's a her. She, she, they present as her. It's a trap, but no, it's no. That, that's 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 why it's called. It could be trap. a trap, but it's a her. You're not gonna call a trap a him, dude. That, I mean, that's what you. Do. That's what you call them. 
That's what you call them. Dude, all these fucking acronyms and shit are so goddamn confusing. I don't know the fuck you do. Yeah. Trap, traps are people all. that traps are people that identify as guys. They're just very feminine. It's just femboys, basically. They identify as guys. I thought they identify as girls because they, they, no. they're feminine. No, they identify as guys. I always thought the whole time it was like no trap. No traps identify as guys. They're they're aware they're guys. Hold on. They're so just- hold on, hold on. so okay, I understand that the, the trap. We're getting way ahead because you still haven't finished yet. But I'm, <laughs> this is good, I guess, education for LGBTQ people. Um. So all right, she they say I'm a guy, right? Yeah. But, so okay, we you could say him. Yeah. But they present as female. So isn't the idea like in like no, proper they, culture to again, call they, 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 they just they just like looking cute. That's really it. I like looking cute. You don't see me asking to be called a fucking They're like they're, they're no, they're they're feminine, they're where they're guys, they know they're guys. It's just it's like they're fanboys, basically. They're very convincing femboys. That's I've always really it. Just, just like girl and like I'm a you know no. whatever, right? They're 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 the gay friend the girls want to hang out with. <laughs> well, I mean, but that not like the super duper queer. No, but again, like, like they they hang out with girls. They're comfortable with women in like a hanging out sense. Like they're they're still guys. They still identify as guys. They just wear feminine clothing. They like to present themselves as that, but not identify as that. That's why it's, it's like, so weird, because then you have cross-dressing, so then it, he's cross-dressing. Kinda. So why don't we just say cross-dresser? But trap is more fun. <laughs> <sighs> I don't fucking get it. I respect I what you, you want to do. I don't fucking get it. I know you don't. I'm trying. That's what I'm trying to cover up. Like I'm trying. That's why I'm trying to explain it. That's what it is. <laughs> I'm like the fucking cartoon. It's like fucking smoke and question marks coming on my fucking head. <laughs> anyway, I'm let's move on. I'm, I'm moving on. Mobile Suit Gundam: The Witch from Mercury. Mm. Back to where we left off. Uh, Mercury has to do another duel to uh, basically help out her fiance Mirin. Mm. And then uh, what you call it? The the proposed husband, fiance uh, Jeturk. He's like talking and confronting them. And then Mercury's like, "So who am I dueling? Me?" He's like, she's like, "Oh, thank God," because <laughs> she beat him in the duel the first time. I was like, "Okay, I'm not worried." <laughs> like, oh God. Mm-hmm. It's like you got lucky. Fuck you. You fucking bitch. <laughs> <laughs> he popped himself. He's about to die. I'm trying to not die. Uh, but yeah, they do that. Um, uh, Mercury's trying to get ready for her battle. Well, her uh, her second duel. Mm. They do the duel, and yeah, it's a, it's actually an even fight this time. Mm. Like, yeah, Mercury's getting her ass kicked a little bit. Well, uh, why but, is that, though? Because they got better, or because the, the armor got better, or... I think he just he. I think for Jetsuk, he's just learning. That's why. Mm. Again, but it's not one of those automated like ones that like learns like auto learns. You would think he, does, he does not have a Gundam. Oh, but regardless, whatever. Uh, suit he has he, a mobile suit. Yeah, he has a mobile suit, but it's not yeah, like doesn't have. In, in, you would think in that day and age, it would be like intrinsic learning, right? But that's what most of the Gundams are. But why is the mobile suit? As, it's like as Gundams are like a, this more special type of thing. It could like be a, more advanced intrinsic learning, but it should be intrinsic learning nonetheless because of the fact that it should be that tech. Uh, 
a little bit, but as but at the end of the day, it's still the pilot controlling what they do with the movements and the, the weapons. <laughs> See, you know, as a tech guy, that irks me because it's like, dude, you have fucking intrinsic learning. If you have intrinsic learning, you should be able to reg- obviously it's up to the pilot, and the quality of pilot determines how well they're able to do <coughs> the information they're provided from the intrinsic learning, but you should still have the advantage of the principle of intrinsic learning being available in the broader idea of that universe and in the broader application of you know of that particular technology right right but that's just how they are but uh eventually mercury does win again so mirin is happy Mm. Uh, mercury goes to jetter she like she's actually trying to be friendly with him this time Mm. like like i guess actually be friends type of thing Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden, Jeter gets your bitch is what she told him. <laughs> no, he gets on his knees saying, "Will you marry me?" So it's a love triangle now. He proposes to Mercury, and she's like, "Eh, eh, nani?" <laughs> yeah, I was like, "Okay, that was more than an episode." <laughs> okay, like, all right, all right, all right, cool. Doesn't seem like you've got me hooked on it. I there's others you could probably watch over there. Oh, I know there's plenty. I've never seen a full Gundam series, and I know there's plenty of Gundam series I'm sure I would watch and be absolutely in love with, but right. All right, uh, moving on. Episode four. I'm the villainess, so I'm taming the final boss. Mm. This was fun. Uh it's more about Claude. Uh basically. The brother. When you say Claude, you have to twirl your mustache. Claude. (laughs) Uh, Basically, the brother again is causing mischief for Eileen. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, he's an asshole. He's a petty petty, bratty little brother. It's the Cedric fella. Mm -hmm. He's also stupid. (laughs) Baka, you do. He's very very baka. Very and uh, yeah, and then Claude, of course, he tries to go there to confront him, but something triggers in him to snap, hmm. like turn into this demonic dragon form. Like he's like slowly, slowly turning. Oh, I forgot why. Um, Cedric and uh, Lilia were trying want to lure out Cedric, lure out Claude in his uh, main form to kill him. Hmm. He wants to kill his brother. And uh, what you call it? Lilia has this uh, holy magic sword that only she could use. Is it the reincarnate of a sword? No. <laughs> it's not the reincarnate of the sword. Like she, like, yeah, but she has but she, yeah, she has this weapon that can kill it. So they're, they're trying to lure it out his demon form to kill him. So You're... they're not going to kill him. They're going to kill whatever demon is inside him. Well, it will kill him because that's him. He's turning himself. He because the... oh, so it's not. It's not like a possession where they can extract. No, no, no. no that's no. That's how Claude is. Claude is a demon. Hmm. So basically, Eileen, she's trying to. She she gets stabbed by the sword protecting Claude. And you find that she's also someone of that ancestry that can use that sword. That's why it's not killing her. But she still takes the hits. Like, they fucking hurt. Mm-hmm. 
but she can like grab it all this and she took it away from her. So now she has a certain possession, not Lilia. And she's talking to, and she's like comforting Claw. She's like trying to calm him down. Like, I'm okay. Like, I'm here. I'm here with you. Like, she's very sincere towards Claude, and he slowly turns back to his self, his normal self. Mm. So, yeah, Claude fails. He's pissed off. <laughs> Sorry, not Claude. Cedric. Cedric's pissed off. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, and Claude, like, carries Eileen away. They, like, fly away. <laughs> and that was the episode ended, and another fun one. Definitely good. I, I enjoy these characters. Cool. Yeah, so it's a goodie. Uh, I got two more. All right. Uh, Reincarnated as a Sword. It says there's four episodes out right now, but I didn't see on High Dive, so either my app is fucked up or they're just a week behind, so I'm only going on episode three. <laughs> Let me look at mine while you talk. <sighs> Uh, but yeah, uh, Fran's an adventurer now, so she needs legit gear. Yeah, it says four, episode five, airing in five days. So yeah, they must be a week behind. <clears throat> Is it like on there? No, oh, I didn't look on High Dive. I looked on Analyst to see. I- I'll log into High Dive and see. Yeah, because I didn't see it unless my eyes missed it for some reason. Okay. Chotamata. Chotamata Kudasai. Uh, while I'm talking, okay, so yeah, uh, friends, uh, needs actual legit armor, so there she's getting this while well, she's trying to go shopping. But this uh, high level blacksmith named Gallus, she's like, Hey, I heard you're looking for armor, come you know, with you me. Said high little black, and I thought you were gonna go somewhere else. Sorry, <laughs> no, high level blacksmith, <laughs> but uh. <sighs> but, yeah, uh, but yeah, Shisho, uh, the teacher of the sword. Oh. Mm-hmm. Like okay, like uh, okay, let's let's follow him for now, but be cautious. Mm-hmm. So Fran's trying on all this armor. She's like very happy because she's like she's actually gonna be an adventurer. Mm-hmm. And then Gallus, the blacksmith, is like, so um, I so what? I see you got an intelligent weapon over there. So now mm-hmm. they're, they're so they're, they're both like cautious. That like, huh? how do you know what happened? Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> which uh, what's with the of course? What's with the wow? Who's who's saying wow? I'm gonna find out moments. <coughs> but uh yeah, but Gauss reassures him like I'm not gonna like I'm not gonna hurt you and all this. Like I just yeah, I'm fascinated by the weapon. So that's mm-hmm. why I'm asking, like, why do, it was you, want, do you want my okay. What's up, Layton? <laughs> but and yeah, and then uh Gauss was like, uh, why do you want those swords? Yeah, they have higher attack, but you have better mana control, so you can use your mana. Mm-hmm. To, to to upgrade yourself, and then you could basically it breaks one of the swords, for an example. Mm-hmm. So now Gal says he's gonna make make them like all new, top of the line equipment, mm-hmm. but it's gonna take about a month. Like, okay, fine, they got a month. Mm-hmm. So uh, it is not out to... yet. Okay, so I don't know how they're seeing episode four. Mm-hmm. Probably it... an exclusive, maybe I don't know. I'll look later, but um, what you call it? And then uh, Shiso was telling Fran like, "Hey, do you need like undergarments and stuff like this?" She's like, "No, I have no need." And one of the the store owner her, overheard her. It's like, "No, you ain't going commando while going adventurous." Well, why not? Right. 
it's indecent. <laughs> so they drag well, her. That says you can't not wear pantsu. Exactly. Exactly. Pantsu is not ichiban. Yeah, but uh, yeah. So yeah, she bought on. She bought underwear, casual clothes, all that shit. It, it, it wasn't fan servicey. Calm down. Yep, she's she's technically a child, so all right, all right, I'm calm. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> she's a child. She's an actual child. I'm calm. All right, so yeah, now the next stop is uh getting uh spices ingredients like for food for cooking because mm-hmm. the store the store can cook. He has cooking mm-hmm. skills mm-hmm. with telepathy. <laughs> yeah, so they they do all that and they get to the uh you get to the hotel room. Fran's happy as fuck because she has she has a bit she, she has she hasn't had a bed before or anything like that. So she's like crying like happy tears of joy. Mm-hmm. And then uh, she so the sword is like had before the guy. Like, right, we'll make sure we'll have all the hotels because we're an adventure now. Mm-hmm. Fran's Fran's hugging the sword is like oh. <laughs> and then yeah. Um, the storage user had to cook. Uh, they were talking about stuff, but Fran passed out in the bed, obviously. Uh, next day, they're getting ready for adventure, and they see filthy goblins. Mm. Goblins are attacking these three adventurers, so Fran helps out. Uh, they kill those group of ten goblins, but they're like, oh, there's this much, and there's a horde somewhere. And here's the goblin invasion. She's trying to fight them off. She's getting shot with arrows. She got, she got slashed a bit. And the sword is telling her, like, I think we should retreat. But she's like, I am never running Nico! away again. And she says, I'm never running away again. And episode ends there. And she dies in episode four. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, stop it. <laughs> the goblin. No, let me not. <coughs> let me not go uh-huh. there. Yeah. All right. Uh, last one, Blue Lock. Last but not least. Uh, put the word left off. Uh, Isaki, he kicked the ball. He hit Nagi, the popular rival, in the face with the soccer ball. Mm. And since the timer ran out, he's eliminated. He's kicked out of blue lock. Mm. So Nagi is flipping the fuck out. He's like, this isn't soccer. Fuck this. Uh, Nagi's our, our, our main character? Yeah, uh, he was like, you, like, you okay. see him in episode one, like talking to him, like, "Hey, yeah, we, I beat you in the game, but you did great." That guy, yeah, yeah. So all this, he was like talking about teamwork and all this. He's out already. Kicked out. Bye bye, Jim Posse's like, "Fuck you, get out, <laughs> mm-hmm. loser." That's what you are, a loser. Back, back. Uh, and then you find out the people in that room, the 11 remaining people, they are going to be living together. They are going to be a team together. You know, there's more players on a on a, on a a soccer team than 11 players. Well, they're doing just the 11. That's kind of dumb. It is, but... Like, you, there's got to be a minimum of 22 players, a backup for each position. Right, but again, it's for like the small, it's like training type of shit. Hmm... <laughs> I, I know what you're saying, but they're doing. They're trying to go to the World Cup, and you've only got 11 people. Well, then again, he only wants one person out of, a, out of his 300 people. 
That's the thing. So he's basically he wants the best person solely as people as he starts trimming the fat of everyone. So the rest he's of the team can be garbage and they'll fucking get blown out by Brazil fifty to nothing in a game. Okay. Yep. So yeah. Makes uh, no sense. So yeah, so yeah. Uh Isagi, he's meeting his uh some of his crew, Megaru, Jigiri, Rensuke. Uh I don't know the other people yet, but those like the main ones. Mm-hmm. And then there's a basically he wants basically Jim Pachi wants to go back to the basics of soccer where positions really didn't matter. Mm-hmm. It's just being that striker. That's so I, like that's bullshit. The fucking goalkeeper is always gonna fucking matter. As I said, like it's like don't give a shit about you being on middle or over there on the left. I, oh my god, you're pissing me off so bad talking about this fucking show. Well, that's what the guy's saying. <laughs> He wants like the old how soccer used to be before everyone cared about positions in the night in like the eighteen hundreds. Fuck off! Yes, that's why. That's Fuck why he, off! That's why he thinks Japan ain't winning. Can build technology, can't play soccer. Yes, produces the best yes. wrestling, can't play fucking soccer. Yep. You know. <laughs> Pretty country, uh, but, no perverts with fucking children. All right, <laughs> racist perverts <laughs> can't play soccer. Uh, but yeah, uh, middle of the night, Isaki wants to go do solo training, and he sees the guy that slept that I like, sleeps but can still kick you when he's asleep. Uh, Megaru, he meets him and is like, and he wants to train, like he wants to train with him, basically. Mm-hmm. So they they better start talking. And then Isagi's like, so why did you pass the ball to me during this elimination thing? Mm-hmm. Oh, because I knew you, I knew you would kick it. So, but how did you know I would kick it at him? Because so, basically, he thinks Meguru, he has a monster in him, like that talks to him, mm-hmm. like it. I guess it's like his instincts or something like that. Mm-hmm. So, like, like there's like they told me that you would kick the ball because like you have it too, don't you? That, mm-hmm. that little thing in your head that's telling you to do something. That's called being crazy. Yes. And Isaki's like, yeah, kind of, because he was the he was one that thought, like, I could take the shot by myself, but until the coach said, no, you got to pass it. Because if he followed his instincts, he would have won the game. So, the, so they were, like, bonding over that while practicing soccer. And then we're going to go to the first game with uh, Team Z against Team, like, you. Pardon. And the episode ends there. So, basically, episode four is going to be the game. I That was... I'm totally not thinking about fucking Blue Lock anymore. Like, <laughs> that just threw me off. You did... Did you do it yourself? Oh, shit. <laughs> I was looking at it. I was like, I don't recall him talking about doing No, no, no. I got it. So, yeah. I was literally looking at your list and I was like, can I request you not do Blue Lock as the last one of your thing ever again? Because it's just going to piss me off. Yeah. So, yeah. So, I'll close it with do it yourself. (laughs) All right. Yeah. Let's never close with Blue Lock again. No, this was, no, this one was really good. Do it yourself. This is really good. All right. All right. Slow loop with carpentry. Okay. (laughs) But no, but, but there's more than that, though. Like, there's actual characters, there's actual interactions. This this one you learned nothing about carpentry. It was more about the characters this time. Mm-hmm. We have a transfer student, and um, one of the girls Miku tries to talk to her like in broken English, 
And this girl, this transfer student in broken in her awful broken English also says, Leave me alone. All this, uh, she apparently was crying. You hear her crying outside the the shed where the club's doing the do it yourself. Mm. So Serafu, she like talks to her all this, hey, do you want a hammer or a handkerchief? It's like, why are you offering a hammer? <laughs> like, do you want to bash someone? <laughs> you know what you can use the other end for, right? Stop it. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> uh, all that's going on. And uh, this Travis dude is like mocking do- the do-it-yourself club. Like, it's for primitives, primates. <laughs> mm-hmm. So this pissed off Ray. And uh, Serafu, she like fell over onto this transit student. They're both injured because you know Serafu is always injured. I also feel bad for her pet pig because she eats pork for dinner every night, and the pig is just staring at him like, yes, "That's gonna be me. That's gonna be me. I swear." That was my cousin. Yes, the <laughs> sacrifice of me to the wonderful Oscar Myers. How dare you! But yeah, uh, despite this girl m- mocking the do-it-yourself club every time, she's always there. Like she's always mm-hmm. hanging out outside. Then you find out, yeah, these are middle schoolers, right? High school. Are they high school? Yeah, they are high school. But uh, but the trans student, since he's really smart, she's moved. She got moved up a few grades. A few, okay. Yeah, but she's younger than them, but she's still in the high school. So she should and, know to do that hammer. What? I said she should know to do that hammer. No. <laughs> but yeah, uh, you find out she lives alone. Uh, all this, like she's, she's basically she's very lonely. Mm. That's why she keeps going there. She's kind of a tsundere. Okay. And then uh, eventually, it got to the point. Well, yeah, she actually likes building stuff, but she builds like computers. She she built her smartphone. She built and, a smartphone. What is she Chinese? Yes. No, it's like British. British, British don't fucking make smartphones. The Chinese she, make smartphones. No, but no, she's she she speaks English. I'll never forgive the Chinese. <laughs> well, it's the Japanese, but I know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh, yeah, because he had an affair there. <laughs> That's why he won't forgive them, because he fought him his dick. <laughs> oh, God. But, yeah, uh, eventually, she said, yeah, she knows she actually knows how to build stuff, because she used to build, like, with tools with her mom. So, I guess the mom's dead, or... Mm. But, yeah, uh, she eventually wants to join the club. It's like, so what's your name? Juliet's Queen Elizabeth the Eighth. That's her full what name. The fuck. No, but no, but she doesn't want to use that. But she doesn't want to use that. So she wants to, so she wants a nickname. She gets a nickname. It's uh Jobco. What? Well, how you said good I, apparently they is how she said good job in Japanese. Um I'm trying to remember how that is. Jobko, something like that. Hey Google, how do you say good job in Japanese? In Japanese, that's yokudekita. What else should I translate? Nothing else, thank you. Weird. Okay. Got it from basically. (laughs) 
That's Google for you, y'all. All righty. But, uh, but yeah, uh, yeah, her, her nickname is, is Jumpico instead of Juliet Elizabeth VIII. Do they make that specifically because the queen died? I hope so. <laughs> I fucking hope so. <laughs> <laughs> but no, she's now part of the club. She has that. Now they have uh, four people in the group. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's it. It's cute. I like the interaction. So I wonder who the next one will be. Right. Now we can move on. It's better than fucking Blue Lock. I'm sorry, you fucking sour me on Blue Lock. That stupidity. Like it was one thing we had a, a, an interesting discussion about technology and Gundam, and I was like, all right, you know, it is what it is. Not the best, but yeah, all right. Fucking Blue I'm Lock. A, I, I'm fucking just telling. I'm just telling you what's going on. <laughs> fucking Blue Lock. Oh god, I just you know Blue Derp is what the fuck I see. Derp Derp is what the fuck I see with Blue Lock. God damn it. Again, I'm just telling you what they're ta- what they're showing. <laughs> all right, 55 minutes in, we're back to where we normally are, Matt. <laughs> all right. Yep. All right. Yeah, all right, now one I added. Thanks, Bleach. Yeah, let's start off, baby. I I came there's like all right, all you have right. To do not. I know, but you. I will admit the yeah, animation's so much better. It's seen. It's, it's little, like a movie. Yeah, it, it looks like it's actually serious this time. Like I it's like it could be hopefully just no filler, just. The arc. That's all I want. You do know we're gonna probably at some point get some sort of like random filler episode. I just feel it. Coming. Well, I don't want. I don't want a filler arc. I don't want like a filler of ten episodes. I just want the oh, yeah, arc. Yeah, yeah. That's it. Yeah, I know. If we could do that, I'm, I'm golden. Good. We might win any of the year for next year. Yeah, <sighs> might. It might. It has a chance if it, if it keeps up. This if it, if it stays consistent, I will say yes. Or right, very, what or, happened, Matt? In episode two. <clears throat> episode two. Uh fucking. I can talk. You, you, yeah, go ahead, please. Uh, I, I'm I'm still not well. <laughs> All right. Episode two. So episode two starts off with uh, <laughs> Wanda and Reich uh, giving their report about what happened, and the boss, whose name I don't know. Do you know the boss's name? I don't know the for boss. the for the for the Quincy's. Yeah, for the Wanda and Reich, the Quincy's. Queen cheese. As uh, Queen-sy. as uh, what's it called? Mayuri says, "Is it Queenshi?" What did he? What did he look like again? Anyway, uh, he's he looks Mexican. Uh, y'all watch? You watch that guy? Anyway, Y H W A C H. Oh yeah, it's a fucking weird German name. Yush. So anyway, that guy basically blows off the fucking guy who blew he, again. He blew off his it, fucking arm in episode one, and they decapitated him. So, and he's decapitated in episode two. He looks at the guy who faced Ichigo, the the wrong car that faced Ichigo, and he's like, you know, there's nothing particularly praiseworthy, but there's nothing really to punish you. But regardless, you've done your job, so thank you. Decapitates him too. Yeah, it's like he didn't need you. Fuck you. <clears throat> Did you fucking? And then he's like. Sir, was that a good idea? Like his his subordinates were like, "Sir, was that a a good idea?" We're like, "Yeah, we could just get another one. No big deal." Yeah. And then they turn uh, behind him, and we see Holly Bell chained up. Yeah. We see Holly Bell chained up, and then at, at a, a later portion in the uh, in the episode, we basically get to see briefly the uh, the battle uh, that uh, happened what between happened, yeah. Boss and Holly Bell, and Holly Bell, you know, took up, and she got wrecked by this guy absolutely wrecked 
And so by this someone that's considered a low ranking Quincy. Basically. And so um wait, are you talking about I'm talking about Holly Bell. Holly Bell didn't Holly Bell got wrecked by the by the boss. Oh, you got wrecked by the boss. I forgot wrecked by that guy that's running the place now. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Holly Bell got wrecked by the boss. You're thinking of uh of the, her subordinates, the 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 tres pesos, I believe they're that's what they're called. The tres pesos, the tres something. I forget what they're the I forgot what they're called. It is like I think it was tres besos, which is three kisses um yeah. in Spanish. So um Anyway, we basically see the episode continues on with some Iran car being lined up after the rest of wherever the fuck they were living in got destroyed. And we see the girls um, basically say, like, hey, we're going to you know, stand up. We're going to revolt. And so um, as they start killing more Iran car, this fucking low ranking Quincy, like general, I guess, or lieutenant or whatever the fuck he is, he starts killing them all, like stabbing them and shit. Um, the three revolt. And they start killing a bunch of like the little like the really low ranking Quincy's. They kill a they kill a bunch of them. Fucking yes. really quick, in quick succession, right? And it's like, oh shit, let's go. Um, <clears throat> actually, no, I'm lying. I'm kind of lying. Um, the I'm sorry. The two girls that stepped up before they got destroyed and killed uh, yeah. were the two girls from earlier in uh, in Bleach. I that basically call themselves like Eisen's assistants. Eisen's right. Subject, yeah, yeah, yeah. The fuck they were like two girls these two like small t- petite girls and they step up kill a couple of the quinchies and then they die they get fucking wrecked and so then to avenge them is the tres besos the tres besos start killing a bunch more of the low-ranking quinchies and then we get like this quinchy general and quinchy general wrecks them just off them right yeah so, they were like oh he's he he's no match for us but like you sure yeah so these quinchies are fucking op as fuck because the 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 people that the fucking uh that the soul society struggled against in their battle yeah or had difficulties with like they're just getting off like nothing by these guys it's wild and so (coughs) excuse me ichigo and crew head over there and well before that though we see kasuke again that transports them (laughs) oh kisuke yeah sorry my bad uh forgetting this i'm in the midst of all and then uh, and then ishida says i cannot come with you yeah, so basically they hear out the story from Pesce and um, and Nell, and they're like, are well, you going to come save us? Well, Ichigo's like, yeah, of course, I can't just ignore it. And so uh, Ishida's like, I can't come with you. I can't. I refuse to, yeah, you know, well, to help he inter- because, yeah, he Yeah, he can't interfere with Quincy and Soul Reaper either. Like. Mm-hmm. No, he doesn't know that. He doesn't know about the fact that they're Quincy's. Oh, he does? Okay. He but does he... not know that. No, he does not know that at all, that, that the people well, that yeah. Ichigo... Because Ichigo... I don't know if Ichigo told him, but it's not distinctly said. But he yeah. doesn't know that these people are Quincy's, and so uh, he just yeah, knows... he does, yeah, he just assumed from the one guy, yeah, <laughs> yeah. We just well, he didn't see him. He's, he didn't see that power or nothing. So that's the issue. Um, so just the principle, he basically doesn't go off the principle of helping Arankar. He doesn't want to help the Arankar, and yeah. so it was Kisuke, Sato, Orihime, and Ichigo, and Pesci and Nell. And they head back to Puerto Mundo. They land in Puerto Mundo. Everything is destroyed. You see a bunch of like Reishi fires um, because again, their fires are so fu- like the Reishi is so like dense and like pure. It just it yeah. lights shit up to like right, like burn. Like that's, burn. And that's how they and that's how they know like they're dead or something like that. Yeah, like they're burning, like it's bad. And so Ichigo rushes over to the scene. We see the battle happen with the Iron Cars, and the episode. Oh, I'm also skipping another part. I keep skipping okay. ahead. I keep skipping ahead. Uh, the, the part that I missed was uh, back in the Soul Society. Uh, we see the cremation of the. Where first off we get the 
we get the um, official at the beginning of the episode, which I skipped as well. At the beginning of the episode, we get the official notice from the soldier. <laughs> all like all like, like hey, th- this captain's dead. <laughs> like hey, the vice captain of Squad One is dead. All the members of Squad One are dead. All 167 members of Squad One have been murdered by these fucking people. So call yeah. them. And the, you hear this on like the soul phone, like basically the homeboy cell phone. Um, <clears throat> and later on in the episode, we also see uh, Mayuri uh, give a report to all the captains of the people that are um, the Wandenreich. And they're like, oh, we see the, the, their power. We see them, the hollows, all that. He basically said with all the facts, like it's pretty obvious who these people are. They're Quincy's. They're Quincy's. And that's where that kind of cuts off from that standpoint. Uh, from there the episode ends as we mentioned with ichigo finally meeting up with the um with the the, the, the quincy's the, yeah the quincy lieutenant um as i think did he off did he finish offing the tres pesos or did he i think they were wounded yeah they're like really critically wounded um so he's, he's about off them ichigo saves them and that's where the episode ends yeah <clears throat> so um good stuff really good stuff fantastic stuff dude all right. Uh, next one, uh, one that just aired. The little lies we all tell. Yes, we find out what they are. Uh, Sekine is the path. Tsubasa mm-hmm. is a guy, Trapcoon. Mm-hmm. Trapcoon. Chiyo is ninja. Not to say he's kind of cute. Can't lie. Yeah. Right. Can't lie. It's like a tomboyish. Yeah. Except uh, it's an actual uh, actual boy. Yeah. Pretty much. Uh, Chio is a ninja. Is <laughs> an alien. Mm. As Sakine over read the minds of Chio and Rika, hearing all this. Yep. But she can't read Tsubasa's because it only works on only. gender. Uh, girls only. Yeah, like same. And she doesn't know that. She doesn't know that 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 it only works on girls. Yeah. Only. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, but she's like, hmm, it can't. Doesn't seem to work on it. So yeah, it's all basically it's just that one classroom all talking while trying to not give stuff away about themselves. Mm. With uh Rico, she's like on a crusade for her people. Mm. Uh Chio, uh she wants to live a normal life in the school, doesn't want to be a ninja anymore. Mm. Uh Subasa is basically his sister didn't want to go to the school, so just you take my place. And what was for Sakini? Or oh, we didn't explain hers. They didn't go over hers. She's just the funniest yeah, character. Yeah, she yeah, she was just reading their minds. Yep. Yep. So all that's going on. Uh Geo sees a ninja assassin outside. And then uh what you call it? Rika got rid of one of them accidentally for you know passing gas because she had to for a tenna. No, it was the same one. It was it's the same the, one. Okay, it's the same boy that fucking uh, the, that homegirl fucking wrecked. Yeah. She came back to to try and wreck Subasa, not Subasa. I forget that. Uh, Chio, Chio, and, uh, and basically Buki. she got the fucking methane gas or chlorine gas. I think it was chlorine from, gas. from the antenna from Rika. Yeah, or her bow ties. Sorry, they look like bow ties, but they're really fucking hidden as the antenna. Gross. And they're gross looking. Like when you really look they at them, are. they're yeah. really gross. I forgot what happened to make uh, Rika freak out. Thinking that they're all like spot. Oh, her uh, machine malfunctioned. Her her teddy yeah. bear or whatever. Yeah, the teddy bear is basically hiding her uh, hypnosis that make her yeah. not make them not suspect that she's an alien. Yeah, makes them think something else. Yeah, yeah, and it malfunctioned. Yeah. Uh, it said something. It made Rika freak out. It left to the point where Chio 
knocked her out as a ninja of the face. Boom. And yeah, and then yeah, yeah, she's knocked out for a bit. The machine's fine. It dried. It was a, it was a, it was pretty funny. It has some funny moments. Sekine is hilarious. She yes. is absolutely hilarious. She's my favorite character. I don't really and and Trap Coons is my second favorite character. I don't really care about the other two girls. Like, eh. Well, the, the ninja's fine in small bits, not like a whole thing. Because again, yeah, and, then, and the alien, I just I don't find her alien funny at all. I don't. I don't find the alien I don't find her funny at all. No, she's eh. Honestly, this is my first episode of the season, the first show of the season where I'm like, all right, I'm gonna give it some time. It owes it owes, I owe it that. But if I'm as, not as, as potential. It does, but then at the same time, it's got potential for both. It's got the potential to be really funny and solid, or it's got the potential for me to drop it. Truth be told. Uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, I think it'll just be just a standard comedy slice of life. I don't see anything being groundbreaking. Like, it's not going to be Uzaki. It's not going to be no. Bochi the Rock. It's not going to no. be like Love Flops. <laughs> I just want Trap Queen to get a boner. Oh, I'm waiting. I'm waiting. I'm waiting for Trap Queen to get a boner. Yeah, and he, he was like trying to figure out. It's not like, yo, so we, all right, let's, let's back this up. Trap coon, right? When we say trap in anime, like they are feminine and they they have you know this sexual tension. Like no, like this guy is completely comfortable being straight. He just can pass as looking like a girl, but he's completely normal. He's completely straight. <laughs> like nothing yeah. doesn't have any sort of of queer tendencies or anything. Yeah, he, he's just yeah, he's just cross dressing for his sister. He's just cross dressing because his sister demanded that he did. Yeah, and he and he figured okay, I may as well try to get laid while I'm here. Yeah, he's attracted to none of them. Yeah, basically. I'm waiting right. for the honor. That'll make my that'll make the season. If he yes. gets a hard on for I'm waiting I'm waiting for one of them to like sit on his lap. Yeah. I feel like that's what will happen. Do you stuff your pantsu? Oh yeah. Like ah shit. Uh, all right, I'll let you take this one. Raven of the Inner Palace. Because you don't remember, huh? Again, I have a lot. <laughs> I know you buddy. So bear I with me. <laughs> I know you do. Um, I gotta remember what the fuck happened. Right? Okay, so I, yes. <laughs> I, I just don't. I'm not good with these characters because they're Chinese. Chinese names are really hard. They really fucking are hard, dude. Yeah, uh, Rio Ka. I don't know the the other woman. Uh, Juju. No, I know Juju, and I know I know I know Juju. I know Jusetsu. I know Emperor. Um, you I can look the attendant. No, the, the the Emperor's friend, which is what the episode focuses on. I don't know her fucking I don't remember her name. And it's a hard Chinese name. Do you know do you remember what she looked like? She was really pretty. <laughs> Tall, dark hair, light skin, had a mole. What color was her dress? She I think varied, but she had a light blue dress, I think, at one point. Kajo? I don't know. Anyway, I'm just going to describe and I, I'm going to describe it as best as I can. So the episode focuses on the Emperor's friend. The Emperor's friend is a um, she has some, some sort of a title. Again, I don't remember the title. My apologies, because the title actually is a fake title. We find out later on in the episode. <coughs> right. Um, but basically the show follows this woman as she visits her and her her ladies in waiting 
uh, visit the Raven consort and they say, you know, like, hey, we just wanted to see who the Raven consort was. They're like, oh, well, do you have a request? They're like, we'll come back for our request. We just want to see the woman who uh, who the emperor is neglecting his other consorts for. And Jusetsu uh, is like, well, I don't do nighttime duties for the emperor. You know, I'm just the Raven consort. And she's like, we know, like, you know, but she, he's been coming here every single night, really late. He hardly visits his consorts. Um, so we just wanted to see the woman that's got him so infatuated with you and you know that's who so that's that of course later on in the evening the uh the emperor comes over um to the i forget to discuss something do you remember what it was to discuss he wanted to discuss something and then uh his friend the the woman shows up and says i'm back to my request and they're like okay well what's your request and her request is to see her dead lover um and we get the story it's a really nice story actually of the soul whistle um, or I'm sorry, the, the the spring whistle. My bad, the spring whistle. So the spring whistle in Japanese, in sorry, in Chinese culture, <coughs> um, you basically build a a whistle and you hang it on your house. And the, there's a proverb that says that every spring, when your whistle blows in the wind, it's the soul of your beloved, whoever that may be, um, visiting you and saying, "Hey, you know, I'm good in the afterlife. Just wanted to say I'm here to to see you and say hi." And then that's the that's the the story. So she has this whistle that she had made by someone who we don't know at the at this time. We find out later, but don't know at this time. Someone made this whistle, handcrafted it. The whistle has never blown. And so Jusetsu is like, Well, do you want me to call the soul of your of your beloved? And she's like, Yes, if you don't mind. So she gets the information of the beloved, again, another hard Chinese name. Um, gets the soul of the beloved, tries to call it with her magic, nothing happens. And so, so she tells, like, huh? yeah. So she tells her, like, "Hey, like your beloved isn't in paradise. They call heaven paradise. Uh, your beloved is basically, not in paradise. basically, like, basically, like, are you sure he's, are you sure he's dead? Right. It's either he's in hell or he's alive. One or the other. Um, <coughs> so, and they go do tell like, what happened. Basically, sometimes yeah. was it some type of like revolt? Or it was a like revolt of some course. Yeah. Basically, and we get one. Of, we get the introduction of a new character. Um, <coughs> Uh, Oneki is the the guard, right? Yes. So we get the introduction of another character, and this character basically is kind of like an informant, where like he gets information about whatever needs he needs to get information on, and delivers it over to the attendant to the emperor or to the emperor himself. So we get the introduction of that character, and he basically finds out more information about uh, what happened. But basically, the initial story is that there was an uprising in this province three years ago, and he was killed as part of this uprising. And so they set out on an adventure to try and get the information. Uh, and we find out through this person a little later, I believe the next day, but we find out from this person that uh, her beloved was killed three years ago. Um, the person who led the uprising was some man that basically was kind of like a proverb. Uh, but he used no magic. So he was very, you know, interesting fellow before he was killed. And one of the caveats of that, which we see in various bits, is they said that he was sometimes two different people, that he might have been possessed by something at different intervals uh, during this uprising before he was killed. And so it, throughout the episode, we basically see different people with their eyes glowing red, um, which is, you know, a, bit peculiar we found out about the magic and so while this is happening 
the um the next day i believe it's the next day uh somebody disappears like one of the ladies in waiting disappears and they call jusetsu like hey the lady disappeared we're trying to get information so they call her and she goes over to like the lady's chambers she blows um she basically gets like i think a piece of hair and she um does some magic and creates a raven and the raven was basically going to follow the scent of the hair and find the woman where she's at on the grounds so they follow the raven uh, sorry, Jusetsu follows the raven and they find her in a like wooded area and she's possessed by this supposed possession that we heard, told about. And again, it's got a name. I, I, I don't remember the name. My apologies. Um, but the possession has a name. And basically the possession kind of knows Jusetsu's secret and also knows her power and shares similar power with Jusetsu. And basically, she he, they he wants Jusetsu to, to join forces with him, or like you know he'll reveal the secret, something along those lines. Basically, Jusetsu doesn't fall for it. And one of the things that the woman is holding is a gourd, and the gourd basically is like a magical gourd that has a, a magic seal on it that contains the souls, including the particular soul that she was looking for. And so, using her powers, she's able to break the seal and therefore break the goal, the gourd. And in that process the um basically she's able to exercise that possession from the woman um however after she does that the 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 possession basically kind of reveals itself in like a ghost form and it's uh somebody of similar ilk with white hair and said don't worry this isn't the last time we're going to meet basically um and it disappears and she's able to basically collect the soul of the beloved of the of of the woman and I'm skip. I skipped a couple parts. Basically, we find out um, that again, the woman and the emperor are childhood friends, and the emperor was the one who made the whistle for her, um, which is very interesting. And we also find out a little bit more about the emperor in terms of um, uh, his mentorship and how he learned uh, to make the whistle. He said that she he basically had a father figure, like this old man, and the old man was brutally murdered. And she mentioned never mention his name in front of him if you wanna you know if you wanna live basically don't mention yeah. his name. Um, and I, again, we don't know the name, hard Chinese name. Sorry guys. Um, and so the episode basically ends with Jusetsu going calling over the the woman, um, showing her, uh, I'm sorry, giving her the soul, and the soul makes the whistle the makes the whistle blow. The whistle blows. She begins to cry. She follows the soul outside and the soul ends up going to uh, to paradise. And Jusetsu tells the woman like, hey, don't worry about it. Your, that soul will be back. Your, your beloved will be back next spring and the whistle will blow and all will be normal now that he's returned to paradise. And she begins to bawl uncontrollably. As a reward, she gets a pretty little gift. And she mentioned, hey, you know, like wear my gift and come see me. So basically she offers her friendship to the Raven consort. And the Raven consort... um. It's interesting because throughout the episode, there's we see little flashbacks of the Raven Consort when she grew up with the previous Raven Consort. And the the th- the thing about the Raven Consort, which is pretty fascinating, is it's a very lonely position. You're not supposed to get attached to any requ- any one particular person or one particular request because it's supposed to impair your judgments. You're supposed to remain completely neutral. You're not supposed to take requests from the Emperor of all people. 
Um, there's various caveats to the Raven consort position that are currently being broken by this emperor and by um, these people that she's, you know, basically been doing these these favors for in general. Um, so it's kind of interesting to see how that works. Um, the, the Raven consort didn't have friends. There are people trying to court her as friends like Juju and this woman. Um, they're trying to befriend her. The emperor clearly has feelings for her. Um, so uh, very interesting stuff that we see throughout the episode. Um, yeah. But no, this was a nice episode. <laughs> this is a nice series. Like it's not going to like blow you away, but it's very intriguing. Very, very like aesthetically pleasing. The, yes. the, uh, the musical composition is fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. Um, it's a very solid series. If you like old like history mixed with magic, this is a pretty decent show for you to watch. Yeah. All right, moving on. The Eminence and Shadow. <laughs> a weird one. This was definitely a weird one, but um, mm-hmm. yeah, we kind of picked up where we left off where Sid talked about his his harm leaving. Yeah, which was weird. It just kind of like they left and then they time skipped. I kind of yeah. that kind of threw me off. Like they left, and then they time skip two years, and he's got he's fifteen now. And and he's like he, he hasn't heard from them since. He hasn't heard from them since. There, he's fifteen now. And he's randomly thinking about it two years later. Yeah, and he basically enrolls <laughs> in like a, a a special like magical slash sword academy that his yeah. that his sister went to, and he's in, he's still pre- pre- perfectly like normal background character. He's got normal loser friends that go along with him, yeah, and uh, oh. Over there, they see they see this man proposing to this princess named Alexa. You're also forgetting the beginning of the episode where we see that in his human life he went fucking crazy. He's like magic, 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 magic. Yes, magic, and he got hit by magic, a truck, magic, and he throws himself in front of Truck Coon. That's and that's, that's how he died. Yep, that's how he died. He went crazy and threw himself in front of Truck Coon. Yep, he wanted to be Batman, <laughs> basically. Did he? Anyway, yeah. So but back yeah, to what Matt said. This, this guy proposed to Alexa. She turned him down. Yes. And now like, uh, I was a nice, guy, a nice guy, like rich and handsome, and and then Sid got roped into doing it because he, he uh he failed he, the he got the lowest score on their previous test, and so there was a bet: the, the lowest person has to confess their feelings yes. to the princess. And then he did like this fake weak sob story, very nervous. He looked, like Kaz- he looked like Kazuto. Yeah. Kazuto. It, he looked like Kazuto. Is it, is it, I, I like you. All this. I like, literally watched that and I was like, oh, this is how Kazuto is going to ask uh, somebody out. Makes sense. Uh, yeah, fucking uh, Jesus. Yeah, basically. But yeah, he's like, good. This is going to work. She's going to turn me down. We're good. I can be left alone. She grabs his hand and says, sure. That's the type of guy I was looking for. Eh? And everyone, <laughs> everyone is shocked and like giving him death glares. He's trying to be like this annoying Dane Cook piece of shit with, yep, with uh, like, oh, uh, let me, uh, oh yeah, she she has her own food for lunch. Like, well, uh, I'm gonna take some of that box. Yeah, she's like, I never finished it. She's like, oh, well, this tastes good. Oh, this tastes good. And everyone's like looking at him like, with and, even she's just like looking at him like, pardon, <laughs> you pig. As like you want to join my uh, fencing class? Oh, uh, uh, I'm rank nine. It's like uh, I'm rank one. Oh yeah, I can get you in. It's like oh yep. boy, this can't be good. <laughs> yep. And so they basically uh, they, they take practice class, and she's perfectly normal. And again, nobody knows that he's got these OP powers, and he's 
ridiculously yeah. and he's having and then he's having his minor inner monologues like yeah basically yeah, her, her moves are very normal. basic yeah she's basic but she's got all the things down you know but she's so dull like this is so dull and like then she's like she's like, she's like hey, you find out yeah she's trying to be better than her sister who's like this hero of the black knights or no that's uh that's uh what's his face that's sid's sister sid's sister is stronger than the black knights no if i was that's no, the other woman is a powerful like swords woman, but she's not like she. I think she's on par with them. Iris, yeah, Iris, yeah, she's on par with the knights, but I don't think she's like a hero of the Black Knights. I she's like the she's knights the first. Is she is the first princess of the kingdom of Midgar and leader of the order. <laughs> okay, well, I, whatever the fuck that means. I'm just looking at her profile. You say Lord of the Rings. Anyway, um, and so we find out basically after class that the teacher, the sensei of the class. Is actually uh, the princess's fucking betrothed, Zenon, yeah, Zenon Sensei, and so Sid <coughs> figures out pretty quickly, like, oh, like she's just using me, so she doesn't have to go out with him, and so she he confronts the uh, the princess, the princess, and uh, she admits it, and he's like, oh, it. big deal, what of it? Yeah, he's like, I'm really not good. You think I'm gonna fall for this? Yeah, and then she like grabs something from her pocket. It's a gold coin. Yeah, toss it. He's like, "You really think you could buy me with money?" She's like, "Yeah." He's like, "You're right. <laughs> You're and right." Then, and then we got he our turns first, into a dog. He turns into Enokun. We get we get our first uh, Denki. He turns to Denki. <laughs> pochi kun, pochi pochi, orf orf. Yep. So and he's like, he caught a gold coin. coin with his mouth. Yep. And he and, basically becomes her bitch. Yeah, because I need this for my guild. Let's for go. His, no, for his, his, yeah, his yeah. shadow uh, organization shadow procedures, whatever organization. Whatever so he's the like, maybe they'll come back. <laughs> yeah. And then, yeah, they start acting like a couple, like, just like or having her arm around. <laughs> yeah. Trying to get him jealous. And yeah, he's trying to get her fiance jealous. <laughs> yep. And Zenon doesn't give a fuck. He's like, he's, yeah. talking, he's talking to two girls. Now she's jealous. Yep, basically. And then they have an argument on the train one night as they're going home. Yeah, like talk about like she started talking about his sisters. Like, you don't need to be your sister, like you're fine as you are. Yeah. And he's like, How dare you? <laughs> basically, because he she he said that like, you know, your sword fencing is like basic, but I like it. I like your style. Like, you know, and one of the things that the princess kept saying is like, yo, you you're I'm basically fighting myself, like you're my mirror, like you know, whatever. And she hates and, it. And she hates it. And so they get into a fight. Um, the train stops and she leaves and she's like, Sayonara. <laughs> and uh, Sid is like, Well, there goes the end of my relationship. Everything's normal. He goes with his friends, whatever the case is. The next morning, we see Zenon and a, a couple of knights surround him and his friends. And it's like, Hey, are you, are you, she never got home. She never returned to her dorm. And you're the last person to see her alive. Do you mind if we ask some questions? And, and he, he nearly Sid basically surrenders as if like he did something. Yep. And meanwhile, so, the whole thing was watching. Yep. So that's how that episode ended. Nice weird, episode. It, very weird, but yeah, it was good, especially near the end. Yeah. I'm very so, curious to see how Zenon, because uh, I feel like Zenon's going to be part of the bad guys. Oh, yeah. Sure. And I feel I feel like Zenon's going to be part of the bad guys. And I think the witch, or sorry, I think the princess is going to like see Sid for who he is and want to like actually be with him and join him and whatnot. Yes. That's my call. Don't know. Yeah. We see. will see. Uh, moving on. Uzaki Chan. Kind of funny. Pretty funny. Uh, we got we get a school festival. Bunkasai. And Sakurai doesn't want to go because he wants to play his new game. <laughs> yes. 
because he's a but uh what you call it uh uzaki like teasing him on and all this but someone no before that uzaki was like oh well do you mind if i come over and we hang out like oh yeah that'd be nice she because she just wants to be around her senpai aka her crush but Um, uh, sasaki has plans yes and uh basically he's trying he's trying to entice them to come with yeah. this brand new game in more console. than one way yes but yeah basically there's a brand new game console as a grand prize for the lottery if you spend this much money in every in every stall and you get a stamp yep and uh uzaki's like i want it i want it and senpai is like oh you know what you want it you want it let's let's go try and get it okay so yeah so yeah and they uh, and he goes as he's leaving. Like, by the way, I suggest you start with the occult club. Yes, they give out fortunes. Oh yeah, that's right. You did say that. And so they they go to the bunkasai. They you know they go around whatever. Eventually, they do make their way to the occult club. Yep. And um, they the fortune teller. Yeah, they actually let me back up because they did like stuff like rock climbing. Like they did like a bunch of they did a bunch of cool things at the festival before they got to the the occult club. But they did get to the occult club. Everybody starts looking at them funny, and the line just happens to be only women and so they're like oh this is odd and so <laughs> when they finally get to the front of the line and they get um they're in front of uh the the person we find out that the the person who's giving the readings is actually one of uzaki's friends one of her one of one of her girlfriends yeah and they're like oh like i'm surprised you guys came together and they're like well what do you mean they're like did you not read the sign like this this is uh this isn't just random like uh random fortune telling like this is a, your love fortune telling they're like what and so they try to escape and all the members of the of the occult club surround them they're like nope you're not escaping you must get your fortune read must yeah and, so and down, then, uh, they do it yep and what are they matt what were they uh... completely compatible with each yep. other yep they're like you're you guys are shippable you're gonna have kids yeah you guys, you guys are gonna... so perfect they're like well wait aren't you guys not going out they're like yeah we're not going out yeah, well, why exactly. aren't you going out you guys are like so perfect you're just letting this chemistry go to waste and they're like both like bumble they're like yeah but it got to like them thinking about it to themselves. yeah at the end yeah so basically they get there for they get their stamp they leave and wait there's and, more and, of, get and of, course, of course and of course one of, the, one of the club members who is it matt Fucking hey, me. It's Ami-chan. ami And basically, we find out that Ami and, and Sakaki basically uh, coordinated this whole thing out for them to get their fortunes, this love fortune read. And they're like, by the way, this isn't a bullshit fortune. They're like, no, this is 100% real. This is a real fortune. It just happened that my fortunes are really good. So, like, it's actually, like, legit. And obviously, you know, as a viewer, you know that they have, like, really good chemistry. Like They do, know, yeah. Not to realize that. That's why, that's why fuck said, the father and, and Abby tried to ship them. I know. But, no, like, as Matt said, <laughs> this opens up a whole new realm for the show. Because for the first time ever, the both of them are now thinking about the fact like, that legit, they have like, legit chemistry. Do, like, do they really like each other? Do they? Yeah. And Uzaki fucking confuses everything and she basically like <coughs> thinks like senpai is thinking one thing completely completely off and she's basically like pumping herself up blowing herself up like yeah like senpai needs me like senpai can't live without me like she's like really like her shit, yeah. is, like blown the fuck up and so she wants senpai to basically admit it and senpai is like nope he, she does, he doesn't want to because he's still you know uh, um um i was gonna say, i'm not a recluse uh what, what's the word uh for um for being withdrawn, narcissist, huh? 
narcissist? No, not being in love with you. Um, uh, oh, God damn it. Um, introvert. Introvert. Yes. Introverted. And so um, they have a little bit of confusion, <laughs> but the episode ends basically with them having this little bit of confusion and then they... They lost the lottery. Like they, they, huh? They lost the lottery with the Dreamcast. Oh, yeah. They lost that, but that's... Yeah, that's, so, that's, so Izaki's pissed. Like, you son of a bitch! Yeah, but that's inconsequential because, like I said, the main story for the rest of the of the episode is. I know, but well, again, but that was why they got stuck in it. So you had to you had to put in who won, and it wasn't. Yeah, there. but they're like, oh well, we have fun together. Yeah, and so like I said, they end up like bonding over crockpot, and then basically as they're eating the crockpot, like you know, they're they their hands touch and they get like, <laughs> oh my god, they like pull back and they're both blushing and they're both thinking about like the chemistry. Like this opens up the door for their relationship. And I think it's yeah. going to continue throughout the season as they both like awkwardly try and like go through the fact that their eyes are open to like, oh, like this person Together. is like legit. Like, you know, there's a chemistry there that we can't continue to fucking deny. Right. Very nice episode. <laughs> it was. I'm interested to see what happened. How this... I feel like it's going to be a little less funny and more a little cringy with their like love stuff. Yeah. I feel like that might be the what happens. I'm drawing a blank on this one, so I'll let you take it. Boat to the Rock. Um, I know they were talking about the future of the band. Oh, so Boat to the Rock episode two, yeah, future of the band. Basically, they need to come up. We get we get the principle of how bands in Japan work, and so basically, um, you are a, you're basically contracted to play X amount of shows a month. And so if you draw like 10 people and they pay to see your show, um, that's you get a quota and like your quota is like, I need to play like five times and 10 people need to show up. So as long as that happens, um, whatever, yeah, whatever you're, you can still play. And then whatever proceeds the, uh, the, the, the cafe or the club makes, they split those proceeds with you. So you get a little bit of side money for playing while you practice and stuff, basically versus if you don't meet your quota where you don't play enough, or if you say like, Oh, I commit to 10 people showing up and like two people show up. um, Then the it's costing the cafe money to host you. And then you have to pay the difference of their loss. So they they were basically at the, they were at the consider fighting part-time work. Yeah, so basically they they basically try to do part-time work in order to pay for some of the things and they're all going to basically be part-time workers at the cafe. Of course, Bochi is fucking scared shitless. The day before her shift, she basically actively tries <laughs> to get a cold. She takes yep. an ice shower yep. and Come then she stands yeah, she said she takes an ice shower. Then she basically gets out and stands in front of a fucking uh, a while soaking wet, soaking wet. Um, and she wakes up the next day completely fine. She's like, "Well, god damn it." And so mm-hmm. she they go, she goes to her part-time job and um again scare shitless she they they try to figure out exactly like what they're going to do she's like oh well you could serve drinks just you know and they ask for an orange juice give them an orange juice if they ask for a cola give them a cola if they ask for a, a alcoholic drink alcohol's back there you're good no problem right but Bochi, again she's got social anxiety she can't look the customers in the eye She's like basically hiding and under she's like grabbing the wrong drinks, grabbing the wrong drinks. Like she's a whole fucking mess. Um, but um, what happened that got her out of it? I don't remember. Uh, was it Najika talking to her? Or? Well, Najika was talking to her throughout the the episode, but or, was, I forgot. I forgot there was someone trying to talk her out. It's of, like she, over, she overheard something. 
and it like it's like she overheard something i forget what it was and it triggered like in her head like you know that she needed <coughs> you know she needs to snap out of her shell yeah, like, to, get to do this for the bad yeah basically and so by the end of the episode she ends up being a little bit slightly less extra, uh, introverted she's able to look a customer in the eye give them a drink um it's a little awkward but the customer finds it funny so um that's pretty well and then you know it's a nice little like you know goodbye for her and the band like they're like oh we'll see you tomorrow okay we'll see you tomorrow and on the way home she sneezes and she caught that cold finally it took a day late but it was a day late but now she's got a fever and she's sick i'm glad the humor's still there though it is they're very a lot of funny parts a lot of funny parts the the one girl the 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 quiet girl that's like that is uh purposefully like lonely she's my favorite character which one um i forget her name uh blue hair girl huh the blue hair girl or uh the, the the taller one taller just as quiet one um God damn it, where's Bochi the Rock? Bochi, Bochi the Rock, Bochi the Rock. <coughs> Rio. Rio. Yeah, it is Blue Hair Girl. Rio. Rio. She dude, she looked like a fucking child on on, on Dynamite. That's she literally looked like a 13-year-old. That's what my spouse said. I was like, really? Her? She looks like a 13-year-old this week. I was like, wow, bro. Pigtails, little tiny dress. The combat boots, that's a Japanese style. You know, I'm, so, I, I'm sorry. I can't buy her as like the top female star. I'm sorry. <sighs> I, yeah, you kind of can't. Like, she's definitely like in Japan. You could in Japan. I definitely could. Eh, but... Even there. No, I could it, definitely like, like, like there. Like there was better. There was better females than her. I would love to see her and and Saya Kamitani. I think that would be a fantastic. Like, I prefer I prefer Saya. Of course, I prefer Saya too. But you know, I mean, I prefer a lot of the girls in Stardom over there: Natsupoi, Tam, Julia. Like, get actual talented Japanese females, guys. Fuck. Siri, even though she screams like a banshee. Like, I want fucking Arisa Nakajima there. I want Nana Takahashi, Yoshihiko. Get those not, women. Not, wait, Yoshihiko, the fucking blow up doll. No, no, the actual woman. Oh, okay. I thought you meant Yoshiko. That, 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 like, oh, that, good night, guys. End broadcast. No, 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 no. Yoshiko, the actual female. Okay, I don't know. The one that injured that girl in Sardom? No clue. Okay. If I, maybe yep. I showed you. I've probably seen it. Yeah. I just don't know her name. but Yeah. But no, like she got better after all that fiasco. Like, let it go already. Fuck. Yeah. All right, we're going on a side tangent because we started talking about All right, wrestling. let's go. Let's move on. Wrestling contact. Anyway, good episode of Bochi. <laughs> I'm trying to think if there's anything else we missed on Bochi. I think that's it. All right. Well, funny episode. Yes. I like it. Bochi's one of my sleepers for like, you know, like surprisingly, surprisingly funny anime. Yes. All right. Moving on. Spy Family. You like this one. I did. Yeah. I know. You hate Anya. I know. I know. Uh, but yeah, Pit the Word left off. Lloyd uh, detains the dog. Uh, the terrorist, he, he leaves the dog there. Driving from the car, your sees it, jumps from the top of the bridge, mm-hmm. kicks the car by herself, car crashes, that guy gets arrested, the Forger family is like all, they all meet up finally, mm-hmm. and they're talking about uh, Lloyd's long shits, and it's yours fault, because we're cooking. Yes. Uh, the handler, the yeah, the leader comes there. They talk about uh, a good job uh, we got from here, and they're asking about the dog. 
Mr. Dog. And then we're going to take it, just check out about it. And Andy's like, no, I want this doggy. And they're like, no, it's dangerous. Like, if you say no, I'm going to be bad and I'm going to quit school. They <gasps> like, no, nothing but anything but that. This giant organization under the knees of a six year old. <laughs> Love it. I don't. I know you don't. But no, uh, yeah, the yeah, the yeah. So she she like gets on her at his level, talks to her, and is like, "You're gonna take care of her, right?" That type of thing. And she promises to take, to take care of the other dogs that were abused by this group of terrorists. So if you take care of him, I'll take care of them. Mm-hmm. What do you say? What do you say? <laughs> so I, I really I like I like her. I want. Cool. I, the Handler, Sylvia. Sylvia. I love Handler. Handler's my favorite character of the entire fucking series. I, I want, I want a backstory on her. I would love a backstory on Handler. I would love for fucking for Lloyd to fuck Handler. That won't happen, but no. Yeah. But yeah, no. That Handler's talking to Lloyd's like, yeah, hey, you got a good family here. Like she's like kitted, like keep them. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so they go home. Uh, they, Mister Dog. <laughs> They're like, oh, like, this is your home now, and all this, and you see the dog like tearing up a little inside. Mm-hmm. He's happy. Yeah, because they had flashbacks. The dog had flashbacks of a- what abuse, like, being tortured, yeah. eating like slop. Yeah. <coughs> so, all that eating what's coming out of your throat right now when you cough. Pretty much. Mm. And then yeah, so yeah, everyone's happy. He's like, oh, now it's time to put the plan in motion. I'm gonna tell Damien I got a dog. And David's like, you got a dog? And she's like, big deal. It's like, ah! <laughs> and she like, falls to her knees, upset. And Damien's like, what type of dog is it? <laughs> What's his name? She doesn't know. It was like, you don't, you can't name your dog? What the fuck is wrong with you? You shouldn't have a dog. <laughs> so the second half of the episode was trying to, basically trying to figure out a name for the dog. And she asked her friend, how do you do that? It's like, like you can't like save it something you like like you can't name it peanut because he's a big dog <laughs> and then uh, it's like a uh, name uh, name of the dog is Hara so they go to the dog park and then uh, Lloyd's like telling Anya like 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 be together for it and all that take care of it he has to be the hypocrite because he's like talking about once this is over I'm gonna get rid of them <laughs> like I'll check up on them like here and there but. I'm getting rid of them. I'm just gonna be a typical American minority dad. Yeah, <laughs> he said, "Yeah, yeah, pretty much." <laughs> a typical deadbeat six foot four dad. <laughs> oh God. Yeah, and then yeah, Anya is looking for her gloves. It's missing. One of the dogs has it. So Bond, this like gate, this this just overshadow this dog to make it drop the gloves. And yeah, uh, Anya decides the name Bond because of the TV show. Bondoman. Bondoman. So now because of this, his name Bond, and now he's very happy. Again, like I, his eyes sparkling. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, like this is dope. I love Bond. <laughs> Bondo. Borg. Borf. <laughs> yes, Borf. Sorry, Borf. Borf. Yeah, so yeah, they're watching the show, and then Lori's about to go say, "Hey, time to study," but they're sleeping together. 
it's a very nice episode. Who's that? I know, I know. For you, I know. All righty, moving on. Moving on up. The second one I added because of you. <coughs> Love flops. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> oh, good God! Tell us, Matthew. What do you What do you think of love flops? All right, so it's basically three girls, a trap, and a teacher, all from different countries, but speak perfect Japanese. No accents from the country, like Bulgaria, China, America. <laughs> Uh, whatever the other two are from, I don't fucking know. No, they're they're um no they're, they're all, all they're not they're all, all countries. Yeah, yeah. They said Amelia's, they're all... Amer- Amelia's American. Um, Ilya's uh, Bulgarian. Bai yeah. is Chinese. Um, oh, uh, Karen's know. Europe, I think. Somewhere yeah, I think in Europe. So. and then I was Japanese. Okay, I was I was the only Japanese one. Yeah. No, Karen's German. She's German. Okay, Karen's German. So yep. Amelia Irving. Jesus Christ. Amelia Irving, you think that, that would be like you they they should have made a, a a dark girl then. You think of Irving, you think of no, like no, Kyrie was... Irving, Julius Irving. Nah, it's Japan. <laughs> they don't believe in black people except Miko Yeah, yeah Travis Tra- 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 are white only. <laughs> that would you know this show could have benefited from some color. I know, but not Japan. <laughs> uh I know it's it's stupid. Uh, it's fucking stupid. Uh, Asahi is talking to Aoi. Also, we have our antagonist, the fucking dog. Yes, antagonist <laughs> of the season. This fucking dog. I hope they adopt him. He's gonna <laughs> rape him. <laughs> he sees them having sex. Ooh, wolf! I could join. Wolf. Yes, mostly mostly to Ilya. Oh God. Yeah, so I always telling Asahi that she loved him, and while she's commando, her panties fell off for some some reason. They blew away. They blew away. I guess she didn't tie him good enough. I never understood that. Like, why are like Japanese panties like tied panties? Like, why aren't they like normal like elastic panties? I, I don't fucking know. Like, it's but yeah. That uh, they're on the tree. She's freaking out. So Asahi uses to escape. Uh, basically, and then Ilya talks to him. He like already is scared. Woof, fuck. Yep. Yeah, cause yeah, cause he said woof to him. He's like, no, yep. not again, not again. Yeah. And uh, this is actually funny. It is funny. Yeah, yeah. And then Ilya is like talking to him. He's like talking about I love you. Now he's saying I love you. Like my heart, my heart skipped the beat when you protected me from the dog when you got raped by the dog. And then the fucking the teacher, but Mangfa, she like drags him away, and starts giving him hickeys. Yeah, and, he, and you hear him moaning, and like yeah, like people are looking for him. It's like oh yeah, these people are like trying to impress me, like this type of thing. By the way, I love you. <laughs> I was like, what the, what the fuck? But I came like, out of nowhere. I died laughing when I saw that, and I was like, like, what the fuck? But but you're my teacher. I was like, what the shit. And then he runs away. And then the fucking the German girl Karen, she's like, she's like, wait, hold on, she has a wedding outfit on, jumps off. He's like, nope, I don't know you, I don't know you. 
And she's like, I'm going to my wedding. Well, congratulations. <laughs> I'm, you know, good job. You no, know? I mean, you understand. Our wedding. <laughs> like, wait, who are you mean our wedding? <laughs> yeah, it's our wedding. Now, come on, let's go. You're like, I love you and all this. And then and it's he, like, that's fun. I die laughing when she's like, oh, like, where, where are we going to go? And like, they show up in front of a chapel and they're like, nah, let's just go straight to the love hotel. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And she's like, are we skipping steps here? <laughs> yeah. And it tells her, like, all right, I got an idea. Close your eyes. Oh, we have to exchange vows first. Oh, you're like, really into it. Yeah, close your eyes. And he runs away. And he dipped. And then he, and then this. And then we see Amelia. Amelia in disguise looking for petition signatures. And he's, he's bothering him. And he's, it's a marriage certificate. Yeah. He's like, I'm not signing this. And she's like, and, and, the, and the cleaning robot again is like pulling her pants down. How the fuck did the cleaning robot get her bra? Like, bro, like. That cleaning robot can unsnap was, a bra quicker than a fucking whore. I look at like he was like grabbing her ass, trying to pull the past that, but all of a sudden, oh my god, your bra is instead of your panties. Well, let's go. How did you get that? No, come back. That was kind of yeah. stupid, but funny too at the same time. Yeah, and then as soon as he walks, he, he runs home. They're all right there. Okay, Dina Sai, Anata. Yeah, and then he like leaves or right away. He's like, nope. This is He's like, fun. nope, close the door, open it. Uh, I'm okay, in the wrong place. Close away. No, like, where are you going? I'm in the wrong house. No, this is your house, Anata, which means deer in Japanese. Yep. And then they find then we then they find out it's his dad doing an arranged marriage thing. He's like, I picked these five people. I understand one's a teacher and one's a guy, but it's cool. Uh, you know, who gives a shit about who gives a shit about gender and orientation? And you know what? She got the okay from the school to do this, so why the fuck not? Right. And he's and like, he, you guys gotta go. He's like, you guys gotta go. He's like, but we, we can all stay. Like, what do you mean? This house only has three rooms. And, <laughs> and, and all of a sudden, in a day, in a day, they fucking added three more rooms. <laughs> in a day. How? I died How? laughing. Like, like, hold on. Like, huh? He's like, huh? And he like, look, you see the before and after? Yeah. In a fucking day. <laughs> I died laughing when I saw that, dude. So how and that yeah now that now they're like all right, I guess and all five six of them they're, they're all five of them are basically trying to impress suffocated him, him. yeah basically they're like oh do you want and I love the typical trope. I love the typical trope like oh do you want a bath do you want food do you want me yep <laughs> of course it's the lolly American that says the me of course right. Yeah, and then it's like, yeah, like no, stop it. And then the first, there's the massage. Like, oh wait, she needs a, she needs a old, he's an older woman's touch. No, and he's mine. And we're great massages. Yeah, they're like, oh, I'm gonna go take a bath. Okay, and then Karen tries to join, get starts stripping. And then Amelia is like underwater. already butt naked. Yeah, and then it's like, uh, you're naked. It's like, I don't mind you looking. Like, get out. Like, no, not leaving now. And then she gets up and just flashes all of her stuff. <laughs> and she's like, oh my god. And she's like, well, you told me to get out. It was like that's the uh, second vagina he's seen now. Yeah, all of that, and uh, it got to the point he was trying to go to bed. Say, I can relax here. Nope, the fucking Chinese fucking spider lady. Yes, oh, the fucking ceiling. He's like, nope, fuck this, fuck and you. Guys. And he says, "Outs." They're like, Wait. "Where are you going?" We're like, "If you guys aren't gonna leave, I'm leaving." And he fucking dips. And they're all like sad, and they're like, "Oh." But uh, Aoi is not there. She's the calmest one out of the bunch. Yeah, but yeah, she's like waiting for him at like the shrine. Yeah, he goes to a shrine nearby, 
and she finds him close by and she, he's like i'm surprised you found me he's like oh, i didn't know there was a place like this around here and they have a conversation and basically it's an interesting caveat to that conversation was yeah you know like we were wondering like what you were gonna be like they're like huh i thought you guys didn't know they're like oh well we knew your name or we knew like there was somebody that we we're gonna we we're supposed to marry but we didn't know who you were or what you were like but you know yeah, you like should. they're all like glad yeah and then um he's like all right well i'll uh i'll i'll come back to the house and i don't mind you guys living but just don't do any more of what you guys like like like, 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 like cob that a little basically yeah and she's like okay we'll do that and then he smiles and he's like okay well it's all good and the moment that he smiles uh always specifically gets a flashback in her face from or in her head from when um when what's his face um uh asahi when he was in middle school so and yeah, he. So basically, we have the childhood friend. We have a childhood friend that. Well, she's not winning. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. She, oh, so, he ain't winning. So it's one of the other four. You don't think Aoi's winning? He's never the childhood friend. No, I think Aoi is gonna win, bro, because she's the most like calm of the bunch. Dude, the teacher's not gonna I, win. I I think it's gonna be all of them. It could be the all trap them. isn't. You think? Well, no. He said you can marry one of them or none of them. He didn't say all of them. I feel like he's gonna make it. If not, then yeah, if it, it, it's probably gonna be Aoi. It's gonna be either Aoi or um or Karen. Karen. Yeah, it's not gonna be Amelia. It's not gonna be Trap Coon. It's not gonna be Bai. If it's Bai, I'm gonna clap. Or if it's Ilias. Oh, I know you. You're begging for Trap Coon to win. I, I know. I just want to see it just to piss everyone off. Yeah, I, I want to just see the scene with Trap Coon where like they spend the night in the same bed and uh, Asahi feels something on his leg. No, he won't mind. Bro, imagine if fucking if Trapcoon had like a huge horse cock. I mean, <laughs> no, no, Co, Co, won't mind. Co will say yes. <laughs> oh my god! Well, you know the bubbles weren't that for the other girl in uh in Call of the Night. The bubbles weren't that weren't that long. So yeah, that's tiny cheapo. I don't know. We'll have, have like a... Yeah, so she basically he just takes it. You know, one of the saddest things, like there's a, a model on Pornhub that I follow, uh, Naomi Hub, and she's hot. She's got fake tits, which is very rare on a Japanese woman to see fake boobs on a Japanese woman. Um, so she's got fake tits, but she's really pretty. And her boyfriend or husband or whatever, dude, he's got such a small cock. And it's like, it's so depressing watching their porn. You know, I'm just like, dude, like I have a bigger cock than, than this dude does. It's so fucking sad. I just I, I stopped following them. I was like, I just can't I can't I can't get off of this. Uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> awkward. Yeah. I, <laughs> I have this random story. Yeah, but mm. I the series is actually fine. It's uh, funny. Generic, it's generic kind of rom com tropes aside, they do it well. It's fucking funny. That's why it works. Because <laughs> it's funny. I'm it's not corny. Dog. It's funny. I'm telling you, that dog did be the best villain. Huh? I'm telling you, that dog did be the best villain. Fuck the villain chainsaw man. It's gonna be that fucking dog. <laughs> We don't even have a villain in Chainsaw Man yet. Soon, give it time. Mm. Or Bleach. Nah, that's true. But it's not going to win because it's going to be an extended one. Oh, yeah, that's right. Mm. Uh, All right, let's move on to the other one you added, Matt. Yeah, fuck you too. (laughs) More than a married couple, but not lovers. This episode was fantastic. Very good episode. I'm not a fan. I wasn't a fan of Akari at first. No? I didn't like her personality. She's like, like a stuck-up bitch. Generic yeah, bitch. but she had her redeeming qualities. 
Yeah. Yeah, this episode, yeah, I think we saw. But that was just more spoiled. Like, she ran to go to karaoke with Tenjin, or. Yeah. Like, it, she just came off as very selfish, despite this fucking guy, Jiro, winning her over solely. Yeah. Accidentally. Yeah. It's so cute, though. Their dynamic is really fucking cute. I I really like Shiori. I hope that I hope it's Shiori. That's not gonna be. I know it's not, but it would be nice. But uh, yeah. In this, uh, how does it start again for episode two? Uh, the thunderstorm. So I'm sorry, the horror movie. The horror movie. So basically, the episode starts off. They're watching. Well, 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 first he has a dream with uh, Shiori as his girlfriend. There was a dream. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, I think it's gonna be a recurring here. thing because that's the second time. Yeah, yeah. But he wakes up. It's Akari, and she's like, "I spend time with me, like spend night with me, type of thing." Yeah. And you find out why is for watching the horror movie because you find out you get a lot of points. Yeah, watching a horror movie. Yeah, because basically the girl gets scared and you got to comfort them. Yep. So Jiro does a shitty job. At so basically, as they're doing, she turns off the movie. They're like, oh, no. <coughs> they're like, that's not no. And then the power goes out in a thunderstorm, and, and so she's very scared. And now she's now she's terrified. Yes. And then on top of that, she bought matching uh, pajamas, matching love pajamas. Yeah, that has like a heart for like the arms or stuff like that. Yeah, it was fucking, it was it was corny, but it was cute. So they are getting changed, and the power goes out. And uh, what's his face? Um, yeah. Jiro fucking turns around and sees her already half like dressed, and she's like, and, I, you know, at first it wasn't the principle of her being half dressed; it was the fact that she was crying because of the fact she's scared of the dark and she's scared to be alone during thunderstorms. Yeah, and so you see this beautiful close up, absolutely gorgeous close up of her eyes, like just beaming, but with tears. And of course, Jiro gets hit. <coughs> um, but basically, they try to like you know, they they talk a little bit, and then they put the light on, they put an aroma candle on. Yeah. And then they, oh, what's her face? Akari is like, tell me a story. And so Jiro begins to tell her a horror story. Yeah. I was and like, she terrible. freaks out. She freaks out. And he's like, oh, I'm sorry. And then a, a, like pretty quick afterwards, she passes out on him. And he's able to say like, how she's cute. Yeah. But, but like, oh, shit, I said that loud. And he looks over. She's asleep. Yeah. But she heard it. She did hear it. And she's like, what was that? Then, I love it, that. I absolutely love that when Jiro does like amazingly cute shit and then he's like, ah, oh, but it means nothing anyway. Um, but he doesn't realize that Akari is like recognizing it and that's what's making her fall for him. And it's like getting him conflicted mm-hmm. a little bit. And we find out like a week later, they're in class B already. Yeah, they're in rank B, not class B. Rank yeah, sorry, rank B. And then you find and they're curious about Minami and Shiori and they're still they're at F. E. Or E, sorry, that's even yeah, worse than F. Yeah, they're E, and so they're shocked. Yeah. Because they figured they want to get A to, you know, switch, switch also. Yeah, no. Because because they can't, because they have to switch other A's. Yep, correct. So, so basically, it's like, oh, shit, so we kind of did all this for nothing for right now. Yeah, but then, you know, they still want to be, you know, they still want to get into it. Yeah, because yeah, you never know. And, yeah, yeah slowly we find out why. But Yeah, the second half of the episode, we see uh, Jiro gets a cold. Yep. And he has to stay home from school. <laughs> and uh, Shiori ends up going out with her girlfriends to like eat parfait Akari. or whatever. Akari, Akari, sorry. Akari. And so Akari asks Shiori to go Bit take care of Jiro in her steed. And so Akari shows up. I'm sorry, Jiro. I'm sorry. Uh, Shiori shows up and she begins to try, start taking care of, um, Jiro. of Jiro. 
and um really cute they cook you know like he eats you know etc yeah yeah he's like he's like down in the pores like oh wait i could have had you feed me he's like no it's like crying his fantasy is ruined yeah he's like and then, and then we finally get like a really we get a really dope a uh, cute moment and I, I recorded this and i put this on my instagram and uh, you didn't see it because i but it should have translated to facebook so you should have seen the video i recorded this i recorded this whole like two minute piece basically jiro asked shiori like hey how are you and uh like are you guys okay and he's like if there's anything you need I, I, no you're, you're, i'm trying to build it up god damn it and you fine 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 fine, fine, fine go fine so basically she he starts talking about Atari, <laughs> how well they're doing and such and then he's like oh by the way how are you and um and tension doing and she's like well we're not doing well as you could probably imagine um i'm just not good around and shiori basically admits like i'm just not good around guys that i don't know um that's why I, you know i i like talking to you because we've known each other for so long and you know i'm comfortable with you and so uh jiro's like hey if there's anything you need at all let me know like and she called he I, he started like calling her by her last name shinagawa i believe it's shinagawa or hands some shit like that uh what is this um go back to it uh sakurazaka yeah so she he's been calling her sakurazaka basically to distance himself from her um but in this moment he called her shiori and he's like hey if you need anything let me know um, you know, I want you to, to succeed. I want you to do well, you know, whatever the case may be. And um, eventually he, he gets embarrassed. He turns away and she he passes out eventually. Like, you know, he's from embarrassment. He's just tired because he's sick. So he passes out. And so um, Shiori comes back to the room. It's now nighttime. She's cleaned all the well, dishes in the house. And she basically like looks over at Jiro and says, Jiro, are you asleep? And Jiro's asleep. And she goes, he goes, hey. You know, I really appreciated that you called me by my first name. Finally, um, it made me feel really good. And it wouldn't be she's like, it would be OK, right, if I did this. And like she basically gets up out of her chair, leans over his bed and is about to kiss him. And then she stops herself and she's like, no, she's like, this isn't right. And she stops herself from there. Meanwhile, so, while this so, is happening, so, so, so it's like a motivation for herself to get the class to get to rank A. Yeah. Mean and a couple of pieces as they're having this conversation earlier, we see a flashback from Jiro's perspective first of um, before she, uh, she already moved and basically Jiro wanted to, um, to confess, but he, she chickened heard that, out. Yeah. he chickened out. And so, um, meanwhile, in the second part, when Shiori is having this conversation with Jiro Hikari. about, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. What, what not? No, I'm talking about Jiro. Yeah, Jiro and Jiori. So with, when Shiori is having this conversation with Jiro, um, we see the, the flashback from Akari's standpoint. Sorry, from uh, from Shiori's standpoint, and from Shiori's standpoint, she was about to confess to him, and then he fucking because he pussied out, he left before she could confess to him. <coughs> and yeah. basically, they are both on the precipice of confessing to each other of their love. But they didn't make the move, and now they're in this conundrum. Meanwhile, while this entire scenario is happening, Akari's at the cafe with her friends, and they're talking about Minami and joking around. But Akari is thinking about Jiro, and yeah, she's thinking and, about all the moments. And, with Jiro. And, her, and her friends were like, "Oh yeah, did you hear that? They're fucking up." Yeah, all this. like I bet, she, I bet she's like trying to sleep with him or something like that, like something. They're, they're like the typical gossip. Yeah, typical girl gossip. And then the meanwhile, she already, I'm sorry, Kari, like, like I said, is, is like we said, is thinking about, is thinking about Jiro. And she's like, no, 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 
know. And the, the girls are like, oh, man, you must really think about Minami. And she plays it off, but she's really thinking about Jiro. Yep. Which was really fucking adorable. Yeah. And then she finally came home. Yep. And has the shower and... She's butt naked. And that's what she's thinking. <laughs> hmm? Yeah, and then, yeah, she's just thinking about... She's relaying the conversations. Yeah, she's relaying the conversation. And she basically said, um, so we get... Um, Jiro comes up like, hey, I wanted to talk to you. And he's like, yo, I'm she's like, I'm taking a shower. So, like, you know, it'll be quick. Um, I just want to let you know, like, oh, thanks for, you know, sending Shiori over to um, over to me. And like, hey, you know, like I'm I want to make this work so we can be with Shiori um, so I could be with Shiori and <coughs> we're going to make this work. And I'm appreciative of everything that you've done. And we're going to we're going to make this work. So thanks. I'm going to go to bed because I'm tired. Have a good night. And he leaves. And the episode ends with Akari in the shower. Like, so why do I feel jealous? It's like, why do I feel jealous? And, and I was like, wow, that was that was really fucking cute. This was nice, <laughs> really fucking nice. Episode one was cringe, a little cringe, a little cringe. Not as, but, not this, as but, this, but this was good. This was this episode was two good. was fabulous, so fabulous. I felt like I felt real emotion, like real romance with this fucking with this episode. I can't All wait right. for more. All right, now one that you added. Yeah, war. and we're all caught up, guys. So we're gonna be what is this? A two episode <coughs> one, right? What? It's a two episode one, right? Yeah. Yes. Yes. For Made War. Oh man, the one that I added, I keep a Made War. Um, episode two was fucking wild. Episode two, they um end up basically going to a loan shark to get money for their fucking for their uh, sweets money. Um, and the loan shark basic, she tried, they, the loan shark tells her like, okay, well, here's your money. And they're like, Hey, this is a place where you can gamble the money and you can really like make it big if you win. So she gambles the money, loses all the money. Yeah. Cause what you call it? Fucking Tensho is terrible. Tensho is absolutely awful, but it's hilarious because she's so awful. And yeah. so be, in order to get the money in the first place, she basically gave the deed to the fucking cafe away so when she gets back from gambling all the, the, the loan money away she's like hey we're closing up shop i gave the get out money. everyone out everyone out like what the fuck we can't let it end like this and she's like you know what you're right and so they take the money out the drawer the cash money that they made for the day out of the drawer <coughs> and they fucking go back to the back to the the thing to gamble it away and they end up uh, what's it called what's her face uh the main character um right ranko no uh why Nagomi, yeah. Nagomi ends up like going on a little win streak on the slots. And so Tensho and takes over and Tensho it. Talks, ruins it. Completely ruins it. And they're all in debt. And basically their final hope is a game of poker. poker. There's a game of poker. Slowly but surely the girls get eliminated. And when you get eliminated from the poker game, you end up going in like this like metal cage. And basically if you're in this cage, if you don't win your freedom from, or someone else doesn't win your freedom, you basically get sent as a like as like a, a, a indentured slave kind of sort of indentured servant out yep. to the Black Sea, and you die in the Black Sea. Yep. And of all the people, you 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 met, she wins. Yep. The, she wins as she reads their poker face. She knows how to play. Yeah. So basically, she asked Ranko. So basically, it's just her and Ranko left. Everyone else has been eliminated. And yeah. her and Ranko and Ranko's like, hey, or I'm sorry, um, what's her face? Um, yeah, it was Ranko. No, uh, uh, what's uh, you you met she asked Ranko, like, hey, if I told you I can win this, would you trust me? She Ranko's like, yep, wholeheartedly. 
And so she gives her all her chips and backs herself out. So she willingly volunteers herself to go into the um, into the cage. Yeah. And so Yumechi goes, she plays. And meanwhile, Yumechi doesn't realize that the game is rigged, that yeah. you know they're going to buy her, basically, and use her as like whatever sex slave or whatever the fuck, and all the other girls are going to fucking go to the Black Sea. Um, and so the game is rigged. Um, as we get to the final <laughs> hand, it's her and one other person, and the person is guaranteed to win. And Yumechi realized it all along. Yep. And calls them out on their bullshit. And goes all in with the and money. goes all in with the money, regardless of the result, plays her hand, and she loses. And so as she's going to go inside of the cage, um, Ranko pulls out a fucking gun and shoots the fucking woman, the dealer, in the head. Yep, like, bam! And the first thing I thought of, Matt, was like, yo, like, why didn't anybody, like, pat this bitch down? Like, does nobody pat down anybody? Yeah, especially in a casino. In a casino? Okay. Regardless, hilarious. Bitch is dead. And we get a fucking gunfight. Humongous gunfight between yep. between everybody. And then finally it's Ranko and like the card dealer. Yeah. Um and throws a grenade. And the card dealer throws a fucking grenade. And Ranko she... catches it one-handed, blind, and... throws yeah, and... it back at the woman, <laughs> and oh the entire casino blows up. That's amazing. That's amazing. <laughs> that's great. And that's basically how episode two ends. Episode three is now a fucking fighted. <laughs> yes, they try to do the same thing. They and uh, they end up they see Ranko <laughs> there and they're like, you know, I have an idea. Well, first we're skipping a fact. We're skipping the opening scene where there's like an anime figure that uh, anime figure collector or memorabilia. Yeah, basically, or whatever the fuck. yeah, he's like talking <laughs> down to the May Cafe people that are like, giving out flyers. Yeah, basically they're talking about oh, these figurines are worth more than anything. Yeah, yeah, it's like the fake ones. Just... Yep, and then Ronco basically is about to fight this guy, but then a uh, foreign lady, we find out later she's Russian, a Russian escort, who's supposed to be her escort, but she's trying to get the figurine from the guy, but basically, like, hey, I'm here to be your escort, <clears throat> and she chastises um, Ronco before leaving, and that was a little... Hey, talk, talk about how she's not a maid at all. Yeah, like anybody that acknowledges you is like awful or stupid, and like she's not a maid, da 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 and so <clears throat> they're about to fight, but they don't. Um, Ronco and uh, and Nagomi go back to the uh, the cafe where they see the the, the Tencho is being held at gunpoint again, um, again because of the sweets money. And Ron, she, the 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 guy, the carrier who's trying to get the money, looks at Ronco and is like, "I have the perfect job for you." Come on. <laughs> and so she goes with Ronco goes with the guy and Tencho uh, into the office. We see Tencho return with one eye. <clears throat> Something happened to her eye. Yep. And they're like, oh, we entered Ronco uh, into this like cafe. So we're going to go to this cafe. They go to the cafe and it's an underground MMA fight club. Fight club. <clears throat> yep. And then and so the deal that they had proposed was that they drop a uh, fight. They have a fight and they throw the fight. Ronco was supposed to lose in the first in the third round via knockout. And so Ronco throws a single punch, not so hard, and so knocks the woman out. And so now Tensho is in front of the 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 the, uh, the lady, the lady, and she's butt fucking naked. Yep, and like she's about to get shot. As they hold on, hold on. Yep. I swear we could do is we could go all the way to finals and then take the dive. Yep. And then we see this other person. We find out her name is Zoya. Yep. Like, oh yeah, she's a marine and all this. Um, where's the make cafe? 
Cafe 2. So even if Ranko decides to not throw the fight, like, yeah, military background, so she ain't gonna, it has no chance at hell. Yeah, she's gonna die, basically. Meanwhile, yeah, so, um, sorry, go ahead. Is and then again, Zoya tells Ranko, like, oh, you're a maid too. It's like, if fuck you, like, you know, you're not. Yep. And then so they get mocking her. Yeah, so they leave, they prepare for it, and then we see the, the, the dealer come over. And um, what's it called? The dealer comes over and uh, presents the figure. And this happens while the uh, while Ronco is in the in the ring at first and knocks out the yeah. wound the first round. And so as he's leaving, the the I guess the the organizer of the Fight Club shoots the dealer in the head. Yep. So that guy's the out. They have a conversation during this entire conversation that Matt mentioned with Ronco and Tencho and the and the the, the coordinator uh, basically tells Ronco like, "Hey, do me a favor, take care of this body and bring it to the uh, bring it to the car that's out back." Okay, so she does that. She opens the trunk and she sees the figure, the real figure in question. Yeah. Meanwhile, while this is happening, Tencho goes with um, who's the uh, who's the other girl? Um, Shipon. Shipon. Yeah. And they go and they sell their organs. They bet their yeah, organs. Pancreas, please. Yes. Spleen, lung. They bet their organs on the fight. And so, um, as they had mentioned, they the basically fight, go, the fight the progresses. Fight they go to the finals. Yep. And we get a little. Uh, no, sorry, I'm I'm skipping ahead. So the fight progresses, and then um, <clears throat> basically they get to the final round. And uh, what's her face? Ronco wanted to speak to the uh, to the coordinator, but the coordinator is like, ah, tell her to fuck off, basically, right? Yeah. And so, like, all right. So, <laughs> she left the door. She left a note in front of the door, um, saying like, hey, um, I have the figurine. Um, I found this figurine when I was taking care of the body that you asked me to dispose of. She wrote that on the fucking on the thing, which is hilarious. Yeah. Um, but we get the final fight between um, who is it? Ronco and I always forget their name. Zoya. Zoya. All right, so Zoya and Ronco. So they fight, and basically, uh, Tensho told uh, Ronco, like, yo, don't fight back. Just take the ass whooping. Just endure, 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 and then the 12th round. Yeah, 12th round, that's where you fall. So so round one, clean fight. She doesn't do shit. Round two, she gets a, uh, Zoya gets a signal from the handler, like, yo, kill her. So she basically starts doing all these illegal techniques, 12 to 6 elbows, eye gouging, and as Ronco is about to fight back, the round ends. And Tensho's like, what are you doing? Don't fight back. Just take the ass whooping. And so for the next fucking 10 rounds, or sorry, nine rounds. She's like she defending herself. Whooping. Yep, she's just defending herself. And then in round 11, she finally lands a punch. And Yeah, because um, Zoya is like mocking her credibility as a maid again. Yeah. Even not the headband piece that Nagomi no, gave bro- her. It broke. It broke as she was, as yep. they were fighting. It broke off. And so in the 12th round, Nagomi is like, go for the win, go for the win. And she begins to start fighting back. And as she's fighting back, we get a little bit of backstory on Zoya. We find out that as a child, she was never allowed to have pretty things. So they threw away her doll. And then they brought her up as a child soldier, eventually becoming a regular soldier. And she became this crazy good assassin. Yeah, so she and never knew how to be feminine. or never knew how to be feminine. She never learned how to smile as a kid. And so she sees... Uh, what's her face? She sees um, Ranko. Uh, Ranko smiling and she loses her shit and they start having like a like, awesome back and forth fight um, and then eventually Ronko wins and as Ronko wins, they're like, yo, don't let them fucking escape and then we see basically the henchman of the uh, of the anime figure come in. They're like, hey, we saw this note that, you're, that the fighter left on your door saying, hey, they have the real figure 
and that um, they took care of the body that you asked them to. Yeah, so, they start, so they killed it. So they killed the fucking coordinator in a gunfight. And now they don't have to freaking, they don't have to, uh, what's it called? Pay. They don't have to pay. But they still had the issue with the, that they bet their pancreas on the fight and they lost pancreas, lung, a spleen. And so they mm-hmm. sold the figure so they didn't have to basically give their organs. So long story short, Ronco uh, didn't, uh, Ronco won. And Zoya joined. I was gonna get to that. Damn it! Sorry. Again. So basically, yeah, they didn't have. They sold the figure. Didn't have to sell the, the things. And they're like, hey, we have a new, uh, another new maid, and it's Zoya. And they're like, yes, yeah, so the handler is dead. We she was free. No, no strings attached. So I like we, free. We've gone international, baby. And then we see like, and it's interesting that her and 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 um and uh, uh fuck, I always keep forgetting her fucking name, Ronco. Her, yeah. Zoya and Ronco have like this like back and forth to each other. Um, where they're like she talks in Russian and Ronko talks in Japanese, but they both like have this look, like you know, nice to meet you, nice to meet you, I love you, like you know, things like like just like this connection. They're like, I understand what you're thinking of. So that was pretty funny, but all in all, like this is awesome. Lots of fucking violence, unexpected violence, pretty girls. I'm, I'm looking for, I'm looking forward to Ronko's backstory. Well, we see Ronko's backstory. She was the maid that fucking was with the was with that other way when she got shot. Right, but like, there's like more. Like, I'm talking about more. <laughs> well, yeah, she's obviously for her to be the way she is now compared to when being a, a scared little girl at like yeah. 1985 or whatever the fuck the, yeah. the place. So, yeah, dude. But no, this is a this is another sneaker, another sneak, sneaky fucking really good series, dude. Yep, love it. Comain, uh, Comain, Chainsaw Man. <laughs> I love Makiba. She's stringing him along, though. I don't care. <laughs> I don't fucking care. Oh. oh, come on. Why are you booby up right? I know. She's fine as fuck. Oh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, they're in the car. And uh, what's it called? There? It basically is, it's all happened after the first episode. Yeah. So we pick up on episode two, and basically we see uh, Denji. And Makima in the car, and Denji is starving, and he's also well, well. We'll we'll get to that in a moment, but he's starving basically, and um, Makima is basically like, "Hey, like you're gonna be my pet now, and you know you're gonna be my dog." And if, I, 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 I only accept yes or woof. <laughs> yes, and once you outlive your usefulness, you're gonna die. Yep. And simple. And he's like, "Okay, well." And then through this entire conversation, like his stomach is just growling and like just gurgling because he's hungry. And yeah. so they're like, "Oh, well, what do you want to eat?" They're like, "Oh, we're gonna just let's go to the, this rest stop." Okay. And so they go to the rest stop. Udon, udon shop. And they get udon, and uh, Denji begins to pass out because of the fact that he, when he, he transforms, he lost a lot of blood. He loses blood himself because the chainsaws are cutting him up as well. And yeah, so he's his, lost his a lot of head, blood. His, his hands. He's faint. Yeah, exactly. So he's faint, very faint. And he orders the udon and then passes out again. He ends up waking up on uh, Makima's oh, lap. And nice. <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah. <laughs> the food is here. He's like, Are you sure you can eat by yourself? He's like, ye- No. <laughs> no, I can't. All so right. Makima's like feeding him. He's saying woof. <laughs> yeah. All this. And then, not, not even having rest yet, they go back to the building. Yeah, he's like. By the way, you're you're shadowing someone today. Yeah. Oh, and you, you uh, forgot that she's like, oh, like, hey, put on this coat because like, if you walk around shirtless, it's kind of weird. Yeah. Um, but meanwhile, Denji throughout this thing, like, yo, I got fed, I got clothed, 
I, I got a woman. Like, like, I'm, I'm living the hot. life. I'm living the life. I already lived my dream after I came back from the dead. Like, all right, cool. That works. Yeah. And so, but, uh, yeah, yeah. No, again, still no rest and no nothing yet. Yeah. You're, you're going to shout out my, one of my employees. Yeah. Hayakawa. Hayakawa. And, but he's like, but I want to, I want to be with you. No. And then Makima's like, if you do well enough, we could team up together sometime. So okay. Good. Woof. Good. Woof. Yes. So basically, they go in the alleyway, and Hayakawa beats the shit out of him already. They're like, oh, but you're in it for the wrong reasons. Like, you just want to get with her, right? And he's like, bing bong. <laughs> Which is hilarious when he said yeah, bing bong. Like, you're not going to fit in. You're not going to last long. I've had friends that came in for the money and they all died. Like, you're not cut out for this. Flicks a cigarette at him and spits on him. Spits it out. And Ethan, how does Denji fight back? He's like, if I'm going to fight, I go for the nuts. And he punts him in the fucking dick. (laughs) Multiple times. He's literally like, he can't breathe. He's like throwing up. That's how hard he fucking got punted in the dick several times. Yep, and I got to the point. And he's like, "Fuck you! I can do this. I want to be here." Yep, he's As, like, "I got fed. I got clothed. I got uh, what's it called? You know, I'm with a hot girl. Like, I'm living my life." We 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 also forgot one part. And when uh, Denji asks, "What's your type?" to Makima. Oh yeah, and she's like, like, the Denji I like type. Yep, uh, yeah, but yeah, he was thinking about that the whole time. And as Hayakawa is trying to fight back again, he gets neither nuts again. He's like, you really do only hit the nuts. And yep. he's passed out. He like brings Denji brings him back on his shoulders. Yep. We found a nut hidden demon. <laughs> he's, he's out cold. They're like, no, what the fuck? And he's like, oh, like, can you work together? No, we can't work together. I'm glad you guys are getting along. And then they're yeah, like, so basically, it's a group of misfits that Makima wanted paired up. Basically, it's an experimental group, and that they're trying to be—they're trying to be—they're going to be disbanded and killed if they don't gel. Meet the and, quota. Yeah, and they don't meet their quota. And so we get the introduction. They're like, "All right, now that you shadowed Aki, you're going to get a partner." Because we well, before that though, group. Denji's live at the house. He finally eats. Oh his yeah. To- he finally gets his toast with the butter, the jams, multiple jams, multiple peanut butter jams, jam, hair, apricot. Hair. Yep. And he, he loves it. it. And he makes a mess. He's annoying when he sings in the tub. Like he's the he's, mo- like he's the tapping it. He's the worst roommate you can possibly have. And Aki is losing his shit. He's like he getting impatient. And yeah, now Denny's talking about he has his ten out of ten life, but he has one more goal. He has to touch Makima's tits. He wants to hold titties because basically yeah. what happens is, um, the next day again they're li- so basically <clears throat> Makima tells Aki that Denji's going to live with him proceeds to get this story and then they go out and they they go and find the devil they give um they give denji an axe so he has a weapon of some kind and so um they arrive and they see this devil in a room and uh aki is like hey all right go ahead and turn into chainsaw man so i can see what you got and so denji is like nah i'm good and he slices the demon's head completely off with the axe with the axe and he's like what the fuck good are you like you play around too much like da 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 and he's like um and that's when he, Denji tells him, like, hey, dude, like, I fucking, I got fed, I got clothed, you know, and, and you know, like, I'm living my life. And uh, Aki's like, I bet you would be friends with a demon if you could. And Denji flat out was like, I have no friends. So if I could be friends with one, I probably would be. Yeah. And that, that was heartbreaking, bro. He's like, yeah. I have no friends, so I would be. I was like, damn, that, that hit me in the feels. I was like, fuck, bro. Um, and so 
uh, Aki leaves in disgust and leaves Denji alone with the, the good, the poor, the poor secure. And he's like, I really didn't turn the chainsaw man because I didn't want to ruin the porn. <laughs> he's like, porn secured. And he grabs the porn and he starts looking at the porn magazines. He's like, you know, I have one more goal. I want to touch tits. Especially Makimas. Especially Makimas. So and he so, says, so he says boobs out loud. And she's like, boobs? Boobs? It's like, I never. But yeah, now we find out, yeah, Denji's going to have another partner. Yep. And it's a fiend. Yes. The, the, the what he just killed. Yep. And her name is Power. And she's a psycho. I love Power. But she's hot. She's oh, fucking, yeah. hot. fucking hot. Fucking psycho. Love it. Yep. She's bloodthirsty. And so yep. her and Denji go on patrols. They're like, hey, she's got horns and she's a fiend. So let's not go out in public. So basically, you got to like go to buildings. But if you do yeah, go, up building, caught, go to alleyways. Yeah. And so she's like, I want to drink blood. I want something to kill. Give me, feed me blood. And Denji's like, this bitch is crazy. This bitch is crazy. And then they're like, oh, they're, they're, and they find they're, they're finding nothing. And you find out it was Hayakawa that assigned them. Yep. Just to figure, like, oh, this is just to get me in trouble. This is to get me kicked out. Yep. And then all of a sudden, you see power rushing, like it smells like the blood. Yep. And it's this sea cucumber demon. Yep. And then he jumps off the building. And we find out what powers we find out what but powers power is. Yeah, but yeah, is like, that? giant ass hammer <laughs> that comes from her blood. Yep, and blood just, axe, blood hammer. Yeah, yeah, and just comes down. Flattens you, know, remind, you know what that reminded me of when I saw that? I was like, oh shit, this is fucking Wonder Egg priority. Oh, yeah. Literally, I said that. I was like, this is Wonder Egg priority when she did that. Yeah, with the. With Aoi with the Keyblade, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah dude. Yeah, but so yeah, basically she's squishing the monster, one and it's like hit, laughing it off, and she's maniacally laughing. And in the interim, freaking uh, what's it called? She's maniacally laughing in the interim. There's like fucking like sea cucumber monster parts everywhere. It's like what the fuck, <laughs> right? And yeah, we get our second ED, another banger. A fucking awesome. A great episode. <laughs> Awesome episode. All right, main event time. You know, we could main event Chainsaw Man every single week, but you know, we don't do that here, guys. We have to give you a little but, bit. Of a but we, but for this week, we have to give it to them. My Hero Academia. Yes. Episode Jeez. three. We see the battle between Twice and uh, Hawk. and Hawks. And it got to, yeah, like Ed, he's twice as heartbroken, betrayed by yep. Hawks. He feels like an idiot because this is the second time that he's like, yeah, he's like it was his doing. He's the one that brought him in. Yep. Again, while everyone is fighting, like outside, fucking uh, the fat guy and Edgy Crow. What's his name? Yep. And they're all, but again, that's not important. Is what is important is Hawks and twice. Yeah, and you just just the connection twice had with everyone. He considered Hawks a friend, and he's like he and they like he really does want to fight him. And Hawks gives him a chance to like, I could save you, you know. Yep. Like just come with me right now. Yep. But no, like he made friends with everyone. He made friends with Toga. He made friends with Shigaraki. Mm-hmm. All the villains, mm-hmm. and and he wants to take responsibility, mm-hmm. and so 
like tears in his eyes. He wants to fight, and Hawks with his feathers starts slicing him. Mm-hmm. It's, cu- it's cutting up every duplicate. Mm-hmm. As like, soon as it's made, they're like, "Yeah, you can make a, you can make a thousand duplicates, but they all they all are weak as shit." Yeah, and that it's just he's just cutting at all of them, and we get a flashback of twice. <laughs> yep, and it's just so incredibly sad. Yep, as it gets to the point where he's using up all his power, like he's gonna be nothing. Yep, and eventually Dobby comes in, shoots his fire, try, tries to save him, basically. Yeah, and then he and he's telling yeah while he's doing it he tells twice to basically get out of here. Yeah, like it wasn't your fault. Like live, go live. Yeah, like like go me of everyone. Like yep. go. And as that's going on, he runs to the exit. <clears throat> Hawks is right there. He has managed to escape the fire barely. Yeah, he, he, he burned he, some he, of his he, feathers, but he managed to escape. Yep, and sliced him again. <laughs> yep. And and this is when Twice was trying to fight back despite dying. Event, <laughs> mm-hmm. but eventually, uh, Twice uh, he like he he he, he matches Gabe. He sees Toga. He sees the other guy. He's trying to warn them. He's trying to help them out. Yep. And they're telling Twice, "Hey, come on, let's go." And you find out this is it for me. Yep. And he, he's like starts crying to Toga. He's just like, I, I never got your handkerchief back. He, he has the handkerchief. Like, hate that someone ruined your pretty face again and all this. Mm-hmm. And he just collapses on her. And Toga just hugs him, like upset, like saying, thank you for saving me. And, and he tw- turns twice this this melts basically well because that's the the strongest duplicate that he can make of himself because the real twice is fucking bleeding up and and then the raptor but yeah he's officially dead they killed a villain (laughs) yeah they did and hawks brutally murdered him yeah brutally murdered him and and he called him out on this like are you really a hero that type of thing like is this what really heroes do yeah and is this made this made hawks like Conflict is like I have to do this like to stop heroes and villains. If I have to kill, so be it. Mm-hmm. And goddamn, that was raw, very raw. It was so. I still think that um, uh, Night Eyes, uh, uh, what's it called? Death was still like the most powerful death so far in the series. And there's going to be more powerful. There's because you've read ahead. You know the manga already. So. Yeah. But this one was this was this was they did this right. Yeah, I didn't expect to to handle it well, so I'm very happy with it. Yeah, you know I I don't know what it is. I just (coughs) I wasn't as invested in this death as I was with Night Eye. With Night Eye, yeah, it was still good. Like not well, not you know good, but you know what I mean. It was still a good representation of the death. It was it was more of in the half. Of season four, we got more development of Night Eye. Yeah, I mean, twice, twice, not as much until the last couple, like a few episodes. Yeah, that's that's really it for that because he he was basically Deadpool in the dub version. He's basically Deadpool. Yeah. <laughs> so, but they're they're both they were both impactful in the in different ways. Yeah, like, you see how it actually affects villains. <laughs> 
Yeah. Like, they don't think, oh, he's dead, big deal. But no, like, the villains friends. <sighs> mm. Like, like they don't want to die type of thing. They, they want to live their life, even though they're evil. Mm-hmm. So, that's what we got out of that. Again, the this arc is still going strong. It, it, it has to keep going this way. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, I don't want to, I don't want to poof. But yeah, great episode. Closing thoughts. Strong week. Strong week. Strong episodes. I'm looking forward to, to continue to watch these series. Um, ugh, man. Fall's fall, fall surprisingly happy. We expected this to be light. No, fall is fall is coming with the bangers. We already knew Blue and <laughs> we knew my hero was gonna be strong. And we next knew- week we got two year eternity. And we got the beginning of two year eternity. Your favorite. One of your favorites. I like it, but you know, not nearly. It was it, it was in my top ten last year, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not as much as yeah, so but yeah, looking forward to, to continuing the season. This is gonna this is by easily the strongest season of the of the year. Um there's 100%. gonna be, yeah, I would say there's a good chance that at least ha- I don't know. Maybe at minimum, at minimum, a quarter of our uh, of our top fifteen are probably going to come from the fall. We're going to see. Easy. We will see. Yeah. But anyway, guys, we topped our cake. We had our cake. We're full of cake. We're, we're, we're very full of cake. Diabetic comas all around every week. <laughs> <laughs> but. Before before we do a plugs again, fifty episodes. Yes, some and various parts. Where's Thank Where's uh, Starman with his fucking little thing? Yeah, yeah. It was fucking five hundred dollars. I think it was yeah. five hundred dollars. We don't have five hundred dollar budget yet, guys. We do not. Uh, go find me. <laughs> but no, thank you guys so much. Yes, we we are very grateful. Yes, the reality of it is, we. I like to make a joke like, "Oh, it's uh, it's Sean putting us up for fifty episodes. It's me not getting us canceled for fifty episodes." But at the end of the day, we have to do numbers. I think in some capacity, in order for for Sean and for for to Chair keep Shot, us to keep us going, right? They're like, "Oh, nobody gives a fuck about we're, what you guys have to say." We're, so we're getting we're getting like three thousand downloads. We yeah, we hit three thousand downloads a couple episodes, or by now we've hit over three thousand downloads. Oh yeah, but and, no. But no, there are people out there listening to us, even if they don't comment. Like we know they're yeah. downloading them, yeah. and we still and we still thank you. Yes, we do thank you from the bottom of our heart. This is uh, talk to Keiki. To be honest, was supposed to be just a little pet project that Matt and I just wanted to do because hey, fuck it, let's just do a podcast for our, our group, Eat the Cake Anime. There's a cheap plug right there. Yeah, we wanted the group to to really enjoy us and look at us. And quite honestly, I would say ninety nine percent of the group doesn't. So I would say that. 99% of our listeners are just random people that just want to hear two fucking just, random guys talk about anime and sex shit and wrestling and all the other stuff that Matt and I like to banter about. <coughs> but yeah, even if they don't talk, because again, we're, we're still fairly new, so mm-hmm. I don't think people interact, but when they say this, the fact that they're still downloading, it shows that we're doing something. <laughs> we are. 
and we're gonna and... Keep, we're gonna keep expanding. We're gonna we're gonna keep doing our best to try and give you guys content that you guys will want to listen to. Um, and we're gonna just continue to grow. You know, we have things that are planned uh, for the future of the show, and we're definitely looking forward to to making them. We talk a lot of shit about uh, you know doing cakey shops. We want to do more cakey shops. We want to do more brand representation. We want to get to the point with both of all, with both our. Um, our sponsors and our producers to be able to make this like a real show that we grow from nothing and make it into something yeah. that, you know, ends up being some sort of staple somewhere in regards to that, you know? Yeah. So if we got to do a slow pace, fine by us. Yeah. yeah. We're here so, for the long haul guys. Yeah. We're here until we blow our brains out. <laughs> I mean, I'm not gonna blow my brains out. I might die. I bet like I'll be overloading from all the shows. Oh, I know dude. all these great shows we're watching. <laughs> I know dude. But uh, you can follow me on Twitter at DamienPhoenix12. You can follow our actual Twitter at TalkToKakey. We have a link tree up there for where we listen to your favorite local podcasts, Apple Music, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Audible, uh, Pandora, whatever. Wherever you listen to podcasts, high chance we are there. We want to thank Sean, our editor, as always. We also want to thank WTM Network and ChairShot Radio for hosting us. Uh, Chair Shot Radio, they host us on their Chair Shot Radio network every Sunday. So if, if you want to check us out there before an episode gets uploaded or whatever, have you want to listen to us, it, it helps. It, it helps us a lot. Mm-hmm. Even your plugs. Yeah, you can follow me on Twitter at S-H-O-S-T-O-P-P-A-2-4. You can follow me on Analyst.co, S-H-O-S-T-O-P-P-A-2-4-9. You can follow me on Instagram at A-I underscore anime 24. That's our that's my anime Instagram. You can follow me on my podcast Instagram, podcast.senpai. You can follow us on our Talk the Keki Instagram, T-A-L-K-T-H-E-K-E-K-I. That's Talk the Keki. Um, and as Matt said, all of our uh, socials have link trees where you can follow ourselves as well as our um, uh, our our brands feelings uh, <coughs> and and such. So um, check us out. Um, and yeah, just as Matt said, just you know, get in contact with us somehow. We want to hear from you guys. We do this for everybody, but admittedly, we don't hear from you guys very often. And it, it would truly make our day just hearing from some random person somewhere like, Hey dude, you guys have awesome podcasts. Hey dude. Like, I think you guys are fucking morons. Something. Give us something, you know? Yeah. Positive, negative in between, even just to talk, please. <laughs> yes. Please, please, please. Onegashimasu. Yes. Uh, arigato. Nato Faku and Sayonara. Bye bye. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner.
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early, so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts, so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.